Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hey, this is Stephen Byer from Leonard Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. To sick on cinema. I'm one half of your Cupid's arrow right to the tuchus, John. <laughs> I'm the other half, Maya. And can you can you smell it, Matt? You know what that is? What's that? It's love in the air. I thought it was my wallet burning from movies I just bought. That's for sure too. But uh, even though I told myself I wasn't going to buy anything right now, it just smells more like some kind of food. But <laughs> something's that's cooking. In, that's in the kitchen. But welcome. <laughs> We are back to the second annual Sick on Cinema yeah. Valentine special. Yes. <laughs> Cupid shooting an arrow, Rob. Yes. Rob, yes. Rob, yes. <laughs> Cupid's like, you bring in my house. You maybe can't save me. But uh, last year we brought you three romantic horror films mm-hmm. with Unmasked Part 25, uh, Taming the T Rex. Yes. And Psycho's in Love. And well, we're doing it again. Yes. More romantic horror movies. I thought your nose started bleeding. I did too, but it didn't. I thought I'd scratch it to oblivion, but no, we're good. (laughs) My allergies are not good. No, mine aren't either. My nose is very, how do you say, dry. Dry. It's like Steve Brule's cock. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? Dr. Steve Brule. I know, but what do you mean he's he goes to a sperm bank on an episode, right? And they're hooking up his machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, turn it off, I'm dry. <laughs> <laughs> like funny. all the couples out there on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Just draining their partners dry. That time of year when you buy overpriced candy and flowers. Uh, overpriced candy that's dog shit, by yeah. the way. Like, <laughs> I do not want Valentine's Day candy at all. Like... If I if I if I'm dating somebody and they give me Valentine's Day candy, I am gonna be like, no, no, appreciate it. No, this shit's ass. You should just give me a Reese cup. Yeah, just give me a Reese cup, bro. I've Reese cups here recently. I ain't been hitting. No, they've been ass. It tastes earthy. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Of course, that might be our mouths after COVID. Could be, but it, they've been to me. They've been tasting like if you ever go down in like a old cellar, it's got potatoes in it. <laughs> you're like. Yeah. Potatoey earth smell. <laughs> yeah, that's what it tastes like. Yeah. It's um, 
Yeah, it's bad. It's not as bad as those fucking orange chocolates. Oh yeah, those suck. Those are like whoever made the whoever made the orange chocolates is a, a demon creature from hell. Count your days. Catch your days, bitch. They're probably dead. Those have been around oh, a yeah. long time. I want to find the guy who made glitter and shit on his grave. That's but, that's a picture. Fuck that motherfucker. But uh, I guess we should go ahead and get into this romantic loving episode. Well, I guess before we do, we should probably uh, ask uh, ask each other how we're doing. How are you doing? I'm alive. I mean, we've been together all morning, so I know, but they don't know that. Well, they well, know that now, but yeah, we went to Knoxville. Yeah, and bought movies. We went to Grindhouse Video. We sure check did. them out, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's the Holy Land. It is the Holy Land. <laughs> we walk in, it's like. Bought a movie made by Joel D. Weinkoop today. We're like Joe Dorowski and his crew in Holy Mountain. We're just making that pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah. To the Grotto's video. We're just like, oh, yeah. It's not as cool as that. We're just in the, your, your little car. We're just like. Or cooler, depending how you look at it. Yeah, it's true. Holy Mountain's a great movie. Yeah, it is. Hmm. 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 So anyways. Yeah. Let's get this episode rolling. Yeah, let's get into this shit. And we always start with one thing. The listener questions. Yes. Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com, or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are about a weekly podcast most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll post a lovely image with skeletons on it that'll say we are taking questions. You could ask in the comments section below. And before we get into it, let me just say thank you all for listening last week. Yeah. And thank you to Spooky Say Lloyd for being on. It wasn't last week. It was two last weeks episode. Ago, yeah. uh, because that was a mammoth episode. Yeah. Not, not just that. But, like, the amount of, like, outpouring of, like, questions you all gave out was, like, it was, like we loved it, of course, but it was the first time we've been, we felt almost overwhelmed yeah. <laughs> with questions. So, if you listen to that whole entire uh, listener question segment from last week, you're a real one. You're a G. Yeah. And we thank you. Yes. <laughs> but let's get into the questions for this week. And of course, uh, as you said, thank you, Spooky. Yes. Well, thank you, for, Spooky, for coming on and educating everybody on just Franco. Dude, his knowledge was insane. And trying to get us canceled. That's beside the point. <laughs> well, yeah. <it's, laughs> he's a good job doing, doing, doing that to himself. But First up, we have Steven Grischuk from Box Creep Films. It's your boy. Which I know they posted on Instagram the other day of a storyboard for maybe something coming. Ooh. Mm. I think I saw this. I hope so. It was one of the best storyboards I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it, was, was, like, it was like on like notebook paper, wasn't it? <laughs> it yeah. was, yeah. That's amazing. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. Been loving all the stuff coming out and all your support so much. What are some music artists you would like to take the director's chair at some point? It's not going to happen, but I'd like to see Phil and Samuel direct something. <laughs> I think that would be rad. Keep the episodes coming, boys. The world needs them. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Phil and Samuel directed a movie would be something. It would be something. But, you know, he, uh, I don't know how many people know this, but uh, Jim Van Beber's The Manson Family features music by Phil and Selmo. Yeah, and... Um... <sighs> He, he has some, oh Decrophasia, which uh, is I'm pretty sure all those videos were directed by Van Beber Van too. Beber, yeah. So, Phil and Zen would be a cool one. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been listening to him recently. Yeah. But um, oh, what the guy? What is the guy's name? The band is Shoe Shoe. Oh God, I don't remember the guy's name, but yeah. Yeah, that guy I think could make something pretty fucking interesting. Because <laughs> Shoe Shoe, if you've never heard of them, are a how do you even explain like bizarre avant-garde post-pop it's post-pop yeah that's what they categorize noise i describe it as post-apocalyptic pop disturbing pop. <laughs> like yeah. fucked up music 
that I've been really digging recently. Uh, uh, fucked up shit. That guy would make something pretty fucking interesting, I think. Also, just to, just to people who don't know who Shushu is, it's not spelled S-H-U, it's X-I-W. X-I-U. Yeah, Shushu. Go listen to Mary Turner, Mary Turner. Oh, God. The girl with the basket of fruit. Both those songs are fucked up. Yeah, very fucked up. Oh, God. I don't even know. Um... A boss. A boss. A boss. <laughs> He'd just be in the chair like, oh. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I like the one song, you know, the one you want to get. He's fucked up my head. Uh, probably actually like Bjork. Oh, that'd be kind of interesting. I would like to see uh, her take on something. Probably very, like, pretentious. Oh, yeah. But probably good. I kind of like that shit, though. But Danny Brown. I would like that too. Yeah, <laughs> Abraham would be a great choice. I mean, honestly, like a lot of like rappers would make some very. <laughs> what is the lead singer's like? name from Sanguis Sugabog? <laughs> I don't remember his name. <laughs> oh no, dude's just... got a terrifier tattoo. Oh, does he? Yeah, oh, I saw it the other day. He was like on stage and he had an art clown tattoo on his arm. Oh, I did not know that. I'm like, this guy's like a, he's a fanboy. Oh yeah, I'd like to see him drink some. Oh yeah, but uh, you know they don't need our love because they're blowed up. But like, if you have not listened to the new Sanguine Sugabog album and you like brutal death metal, oh yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> it's very good. Also, if you again, this is you know shameless promotion for another band, but uh, you know I have not seen it myself. But Fulci actually did a like little movie. Oh. Or they're like uh, for like an album or something like that. The last time I saw something like that was that band um, Spindrift. Spindrift, yeah. The Legend of God's Gun. Yeah. Which is a fantastic like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like it's a spaghetti western, spaghetti western, western, <laughs> a spaghetti western themed like I guess kind of like not really doom metal but like of the sort. Yeah. Themed like concept album and it's really good the movie was horrible <laughs> so yeah. bad like it was ass i i was so disappointed my fucking drink <laughs> the fuck is my drink? <laughs> yeah that's a few yeah i mean again i said fulci they did work. i'd like to see that actually yeah i like fulci a lot which i'm sure it's definitely very much influenced by of course Fol- fulci. Band fulci yeah i mean the fucking director of fulci, fulci yeah. goddamn it the band fulci it's the, the, the band was invi- really inspired by the band oh yeah, 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 yeah. it was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> it was cool like that maybe some after the band yeah <laughs> no um, <laughs> but a thank you steven as always and of course well, hello cat <laughs> Got something to say? She got lick. She's licking herself. Meow. This is a riveting podcast. Every time we put the microphone, she stops. I know. <laughs> Damn it. But uh, give us a Nope. See you later. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Stephen, <laughs> as always, for the question. Yeah. And go check out Box Creek Films. Dude. Seriously, you're not gonna be disappointed. Vapor <laughs> Green and uh, Color Space Blood Red are so fun. They're fucking great movies. Yeah. Love I had a blast watching them. I watched them both back to back. You did too, I think. You're right. And as a fellow former skateboarder mm-hmm. in Vapor Green, I saw that uh, that uh, freestyle board. <laughs> I know what's up. I saw it. <laughs> the guy from uh, Vapor Green reminded me of uh, uh, fucking Asbestos Felt. Asbestos <laughs> Felt, yeah. <laughs> kinda, yeah. Next up, of course, we have Artie from Night of the Bloody Tapes. I'm looking over here at the email and. Uh, 
He got bold text going here. Which, let me tell you, greatly appreciated. I barely can read as it is. Yeah. This helps me so much. <laughs> no small letters. Fuck those things. <laughs> I don't know how you did that, already, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you did that. Um, which, what's his Instagram? Uh, uh, oh shit Looked it up so we can plug it While I read his question Artie says Greeting guys In my last email The movie I didn't mention Was Barbarian Oh yeah It is definitely my favorite movie Of 2022 What are both your opinions on it I liked Barbarian quite a bit I did not see it. You hadn't seen Barbarian. Uh, I, I thought it was really good. Like it was also really interesting that like a film like that made it to theater, and I think that's like one of the takeaways from twenty twenty two for me. Yeah, was that a lot of movies that I would not have expected to go to theater made it to theater. Tapes of Fate. Tapes of Fate. Yeah. No, no, no spaces or anything like that. Go check him out. Get a fanzine. Yeah. They're excellent. They are excellent. Yeah. I spent a lot of time reading those. Yeah. Yeah. But stuff like Barbarian. Mm-hmm. You know, what else? Um, uh, Bones and All. Bones and All, yeah. You know, a lot of movies last year came to theater that, you know, would not have thought. No, it would hit a theater at all. Yeah, so it, that was that was one of my takeaways. Because, like, that seemed like a, you know, Barbarian seemed like a few years ago that would have been an IFC Midnight release. Yeah. And it would have went straight to video and streaming. And, and you know, not. People would have seen it and liked it, but it would not have gotten the following it did. Well, honestly, like, I feel like the these superhero bubble is on its way of bursting. I hope, I hope Urza Miller kills it dead. <laughs> I hope Urza Miller kidnaps it. <laughs> Damn. And goes on a cross-country uh, police chase like he did before he did this new Flash movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> or they, or... The, 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 they, uh, they, yeah. Fuck Urza Miller, <laughs> Yeah. It's come back. Yeah, Israel is a piece of shit, but... <laughs> My God. Yeah, the, the bubble, I feel like it's on its way of bursting because there's just so much. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as something gets, becomes oversaturated, that bubble bursts. Like, regardless of how you feel about the movies. Yeah. But the fact the fact that things like Barbarian and Skinamarink are getting, like, tons of recognition yeah. is a great thing. Yeah, and I feel like in, in the case of Skinamarink, like, I know some people are not going to like this, including you, but it movie kind of popped off because of TikTok. It did, yeah. But, like, even Megan, like, Megan did really well yeah. because of TikTok. Yeah. You know, so the fact that movies like that and Bones and All and Skin and Marink and, you know, they're they're getting love in the theater. And there's all kinds of them coming out. Like, yeah. there's an Evil Dead movie coming out. Yeah. There is that one, I think it's just called Fear. Hmm. Uh, you know. That's one thing I'm going to go ahead and say right now when it comes to any fucking Hollywood producer or anyone making a movie. Stop naming movies one fucking word. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 just, it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous. Well, we went and seen uh, Violent Knot. Yeah. And that trailer popped off and it was like plain. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Our whole road died fucking laughing. <laughs> Dude, the movie might be good. It could be great, yeah. But you named the movie Plain. Plain. And then the very next one's like, missing. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> it's so stupid, man. <laughs> it's like, at least with Megan, the three is like a, I mean, the fucking E is like a three in it, right? Mm. So it's like, at least there's a little bit of diversity there. But when you're just like, oh, this movie is called Vile. Plain. Plain. Missing. Missing. It's like, you know how hard that movie's going to be able to find in 10 years? Mm-hmm. I, f- fuck you. <laughs> like, I have a movie sitting on my shelf right now from, like, the 90s called The Fear. Yeah. 
It's like, and then there's a movie with Marky Mark. No, yeah, Marky Mark. Marky Mark, yeah. Called Fear. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. Just come up with some great, some more creative titles. Yeah. Bring back the Jalo title. I, I mean, it's easy to find. <laughs> because. <laughs> Splayed balls on the wooden plank. <laughs> Splayed balls. <laughs> Fuck. Splayed scrode on the wooden plank. That's going to be my shallow. <laughs> when I make my first feature film, that's what it's going to be. Splayed scrode on the wooden plank. <laughs> you guys want to nail their dick and balls so fucking... No, 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 no. Oh, okay. You know, jollos, the tiles never mean anything. Oh, that's true. It's like your vice vaguely, is... A... They vaguely have something to do with the movie, you know? <laughs> your vice is a locked door and like, only I have the key. Four flies of gray velvet. Like, it kind of happens at the very end, but not yeah, really. Yeah, you got you a know. little bit of Technically, it's not even four flies, but, you know. No, no. No spoilers, <laughs> but... No, no. But... <laughs> uh, um, I already said, also... I watched it with my sister, who's not much into horror, even though I made her watch many horror movies when she was a kid. <laughs> of all the horror movies she watched with me, the two that stuck with her, the, the, the uh, stuck with her, both scared and entertained her were Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Jeepers Greasers. Je- <laughs> Jeepers Greasers. <laughs> Jeepers Greasers. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. A little tangent, real quick. Have you seen this like internet commercial with John Travolta and the guys from Scrubs? Uh uh-uh. uh. I think it was a Super Bowl commercial, dude. It's uncanny. I don't. It's John. Definitely John Travolta. He's bald and has a goatee, and his hands are like pink. I don't know how to explain it. He doesn't. He, he, I don't know. You just have to watch it. It's like every time I see it, it freaks me out. I have he's not like, seen he's it. like, oh, no, no, no. he like just starts saying it, but it looks like his neck can't move. Like he's like uh, Kurt Angle now. <laughs> Fuck me. It's bizarre. I got this one commercial. This one night was like, essentially, this guy. He's like, man, I don't know what to do in my life. It just keeps going on this tangent. It's like three minutes long. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Skip. <laughs> I'm trying to watch Cinematoski and react to fucking Catch a Predator videos. Get out of here. <laughs> also, Johnny Depp's death scene in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Stay with her. Have you shown horror movies to friends or family members? And did you get any good or bad reactions from them? By the way, my sister was not at all impressed with Barbarian. Well, you know. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. Like, just a, very short. Uh, fuck Victor Salva. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Piece of fucking garbage. Like <laughs> Victor Salva. Victor Salva. Do you remember that from fucking Beyond the Valley of Belief? Oh my two? god, yes. He's like, oh, that little boy is in it. <laughs> He's eating a happy meal. <laughs> so good. It is fucking amazing. Oh, god. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, anyone who fucking like tries to get Victor Salva to do anything now, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, I think all he does now is Jeeper Creepers movies. Well, fuck him. <laughs> he can call him Jeepers Crappers now. <laughs> Straight to sci-fi ass. Fucking got him. <laughs> got his ass. Killed him dead. He's done. How, how do we not know he was a fucking pedo? Watch Clown House. Yeah. And you'll know. Oh, well. <laughs> that was a set where he did that He did shit. it, yeah. yeah. Fucking hunk of And Jeepers Creepers 2 is just a bunch of like teenage boys on a bus without their shirts on. I mean, they're not, they're not actually teenage boys, but... Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you could make a whole argument that, that the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers is Victor Salva. Yeah. Like, he's after Justin Long hard in that movie, man. <laughs> of course it's Justin Long. And ju- yeah, Screen Queen Justin Long uh, <laughs> has his shirt off and just sweating. <laughs> oh. Uh... <laughs> Victor, God damn. Victor Salva is the creeper. He's the creeper. He comes around every how many years? Of the, like, <laughs> <laughs> he gets around every like 20 years yeah. or whatever. Um, movies, you have shown people that uh, had a profound impact who are not normally like, don't normally watch like horror movies. 
Uh, I, okay, I have a couple of these, but <laughs> if you got I one. I didn't show them this. They asked to borrow this. Oh, uh, I had a friend who wanted to borrow something really fucked up. Mm. He's like, I want to be as fucked up as you can. So I gave him August Underground Mortem. Oh, and he messaged me and was like, "Can I burn this? I think it's from the devil." <laughs> And I said, no, give me that back. <laughs> no, give me that back. I want that. Good thing God he didn't burn it. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I remember before I even watched any of these movies, me and an ex-girlfriend tried to watch Human Centipede 3. And it got to the ball cutting out scene, and we both turned it off. Snooping that balls. I was like, this is probably not the great movie for this time. Snooping that balls. Snooping that balls. <laughs> Um, that movie sucked ass. So, uh, which one was that? I wasn't paying attention. Three. Okay, yeah. And the other one, uh, it was me, Doug, and his girlfriend at the time. And I brought over Lords of Salem. <laughs> that was a terrible choice. Well, I was like, oh, it's just a psychic. It's like this weird, trippy fucking. Yeah, no, movie. people don't like that. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. It was the uh, the whole scene with the the demon priest and the blowjob that was the problem. Did I ever tell my story about that? No. Where I went and seen it in theaters <laughs> and like that scene's happening right and he's like doing it on the spiel like yeah. oh you must come to the devil or whatever he says right? Yeah. And then at the end of it he's like Bleh! and like the shit comes out of his mouth. Yeah. When the shit comes out the there's a guy in like the front row of the theater goes <laughs> God damn. Everyone's like what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah that scene happened and it was just like Okay, this is probably not the movie for this time either. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Artie, Artie goes on, I just got a few bootlegs of Joe D'Amato films. Ah. Do you like him? And are there some Italian directors that you two would like to delve deeper into their filmography? Um, we've talked about this. Yeah. And Joe D'Amato is one that we've been want, we've been flirting with a little yeah. bit. Like I've seen a handful of Joe D'Amato films and liked a lot of them. I know yeah. you're not a fan of Anthropophagus. I fucking hate Anthropophagus, but... I again. I watched it a long, long time ago, but uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, it felt like walking the movie. I like absurd. I really like Beyond the Darkness, mm. and some of the manual stuff is really good too. Yeah. So I'd like to. I'd like the deep dive. Uh, dim. I actually watched a Diamato movie recently. I think it was co-directed, but it was Zombie Five. Oh birds. yeah, yeah. I, I dug it, but it's it's a very uh, misleading title. There's no killer. <laughs> there's no killer birds, and there's really no zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. But uh, yeah, a, an Italian director I'd like to deep dive more of is probably someone like actually like right now I'm very fascinated by Luigi Cosi. Oh my god, yeah. Like I don't think I want to see was it Blood of Milos's Moon or whatever. <laughs> no. But uh, just how that guy like went on from like co like being like uh, not co-director but like uh, director assistant. Yeah. Or assistant director, I guess is the better way to say that. And like producer of like Dario Argento stuff to doing like Black Cat and yeah. fucking contamination and shit like that. Doesn't contamination have like real dead bodies in it? I don't know. Maybe. I know there's like an Italian Godzilla that does. <laughs> he may have something to do with that. It's possible. <laughs> Him or Roberto Lindsay. Um a a guy I've become fascinated with. He's not necessarily Italian from the episode that we did before, but because of spooky, I've kind of become fascinated with just Franco. Franco. Stuff. Yeah, probably Luigi Cozy with a close second to Berta Lindsay. Yeah. Because, like, again, I've seen a handful of Roberto Lindsay's thing, but I want to see more. I want to deep dive Lindsay. I need to watch more Diodato. A lot of his Policeal Tecca stuff, I want to see. Yeah. But lastly, I saw Top Gun Maverick, and it was awesome. Can you talk about Tom Cruise, either good or bad? Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Peace and love, Artie. Thank you, Artie. Yeah, thank you. Um, Thomas Cruise. When it comes to old Thomas Cruise... 
You're glib, I, Matt. Huh? You're glib. 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 What the fuck does that even mean? I think it means you're stupid, but <laughs> is that one of those Scientologist terms? Probably. He's gonna uh, clear you. He's gonna clear you, dog. I don't give a single fuck about anything that man's ever made. To be honest with you, like I know a lot of people really love Top Gun, and I like I remember seeing it back in the day. I'm like that was fun. Yeah, you know. But I, I, honestly, Tom Cruise has just never been my guy. No, me like I, I like Interview with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Like that one. I've heard he was in that, and I'm sure there's some other stuff he's done that's pretty good. Yeah, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> was it everything is terrible? Yeah, had, like the world's largest collection of Jerry Maguire <laughs> yeah. tapes. Yeah, they have like it you on know, DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, <laughs> Laserdisc. So good. They have like an entire like room dedicated to Jerry Maguire. It's insane. That's so good. I love. I love everything is terrible. I do too. But like, yeah, I don't know. He's just never been like one of those. He's one of those actors who like when he's in something, I don't. I honestly think anything about. It. Like yeah. I don't either hate nor love. I just don't. Oswald Shutt is good. I I've been meaning to watch it for a long, long time, but that's Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I don't know. He's just not an actor I really think about a lot. I know. I mean, the Scientology stuff is well, sus. But like, if you're gonna judge actors for being Scientologists, there's a lot of actors you're yeah. gonna have to judge. Well, there's two. There's two big offenders. There's Tom Cruise and fucking John, John Travolta. Travolta. Yeah. But like even like Jason Lee. Oh really? He's a Scientologist. Well, I don't understand the appeal of Scientology at yeah, all. I don't know. Big Jason Lee fan, not because of an actor, but because of skateboarding. Yeah, he was he was in big uh, yeah. yeah video days, good shit. He's also in Skate Three. He is. He's the coach. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, Artie. As always, you're the shit. Yeah, of course. We always look forward to getting the zine. Yes, his zines are fucking fantastic. Hit him up. Next up, shock. And schlock. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for changing my mind on The Amazing Bulk. I understand that it's a trash movie and deserves to be farted on. Just kidding. Hashtag Bulk Gang. Now, man. You son of a bitch. <laughs> your letterbox pisses me off enough as it is. I just laughed so, so loud to the mic. I'm sorry. Dude, your letterbox pisses me off enough as it is. Yeah. Now you're yeah. gonna bring this shit. You're really gonna bring this to the table right now, bro. You're, you're just handing out fucking fives like keen, like a pedophile <laughs> to kids. <laughs> Fuck. Like, like. <laughs> then you're gonna give like legitimate, legitimate great movies like fours, <laughs> and then you're gonna say bulk is good. <sighs> I fucking hate bulk. It's one of the worst pieces. It's the biggest piece of dog shit. Herschel. Menu. Frankencon. <laughs> We're having a come to God meeting. <laughs> You're either going to change the air your ways or I'm battering them tits around. <laughs> Exclusively your tits. I'm just going to just smack them around. <laughs> I know you, you probably don't have tits. You're skinny. <laughs> but I'm going to smack them around. Spooky and his girlfriend be like, oh my God, he's already dead. <laughs> this it's is for Alien Beast. <laughs> it's the exorcism of Herschel Gillis. I will say when we get to Frankicom, we will have to, uh, me and him would have to get a picture with Donald Farmer. Oh, yeah. Doing the same Callahan, the thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> you got to make sure Donald Farmer doesn't see you do the thumbs down. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't give a shit, but... Oh, oh, that's fucking amazing! Fuck you, Herschel. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. He's a crazy bastard. Go, go. Oh, um, when I say this, I'm totally not doing this out of spite for anything that's insider baseball or anything. But 100, go Boston from Future Productions and Banana Box. Agreed. And uh, continue to support them because they're good people. Yep. Unlike what some someone might say. Yeah. But moving on. Paper chalk. <laughs> Did I pronounce it? Did we decide uh, that I said that? I think so. 
I know they're. It's also like on. I think on Letterbox it's like pepperoni, buddy. Explain your name again, because I'm 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 dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> just say. Pe- I guess just say like Peppa. I guess I don't Peppa. Know. Peppa. Peppa. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to say pepper, but you're from the south. It looks like I need some give pepper. Me, give me some of that pepper. Pass the pepper. Pass the pepper. I like that his uh, profile picture is a haunted version of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> is that what? The I think it is. It looks like to me. <laughs> Maybe it ain't, but that's what it looks like. Reminds me of the Thomas Tank Engine from the Meat Canyon cartoon. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh... Hi, I hope I'm not late. Not at all. You're good. No, we're late. We're always late. In the spirit of Valentine's, everyone jokes about what the worst movies are to take someone else out on a date to watch. (laughs) But what would be the worst films for you to sit through with a date? Oh, my God. For us to sit through with a date? Anything with, like, rape would be horrible. Oh, I thought that's not what well, I was going with for this. I thought you were talking about like actual like date movies you went on out went to on. I had to watch one of the fucking Alice in Wonderland movies. Oh my god, I, I hated it. What would be the worst films for you to sit through with a date? Hmm. Well, that was a real. That's a real life uh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Honestly, like, one. but like to go with it one or two ways. Like to go with like the non like oh this would just be bad to watch because of content yeah just because I wouldn't want to watch it something like the Notebook mm. not because of the, not because I'm one of those people like oh fuck the Notebook yeah it's such a shitty movie but because like I, I'm a rather emotional v- a movie goer yeah and like the last thing I would want to do mm-hmm. with a date mm-hmm. is start fucking crying yeah <laughs> her have to be the one to console me <laughs> it's like we were watching fucking like of course we were in a very emotional state anyway because. Of uh, personal stuff. I remember when we were doing the Rudy Raymore episode, we were watching Humor t- Human Tornado, and we about cried watching it. <laughs> yeah, what was the scene? It was the when the guy he gets killed, and he's like, "Don't don't let me go, man." Oh yeah, towards the don't end let of the me movie, die, yeah. brother. Which was Ernie Hudson. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I ain't crying at this. <laughs> I can't. The other one would probably be something like I spit on your grave. Yeah. Like, that would be pretty fucking rough. Yeah. I mean, I watched it with my sister. That was bad enough. Yeah, it's bad enough. You don't want to watch it with my... Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like, I remember, uh, I was, uh, you know, uh, one of my dates was here, and she was, like, looking through the movies ahead, looking for something to watch. She's like, oh, about this one? And, it was, and I'm pretty sure it was, like, Campbell Holocaust. I was like, no! No, 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 absolutely no, 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 <laughs> like necromantic. Oh God! I mean, because it is romantic. Right? <laughs> mm. Necromantic. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're not watching that in a glass cage. Oh mm. my fucking god! It's because it's so fucking depressing. You want to break? You want to break up? Yeah. That's the movie you put on. Any of the Minotakatsu titles. Oh my just god! Pick one and just any of them would be bad. Any of the Ruffy titles too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to stay away from like fetish stuff, but like oh, yeah. Minotakatsu stuff, it's like if I took a, if I took someone home, right? And they're like, let's watch a movie. I'm like, yeah, sure. And they start looking at my collection. There's a large portion of it I wouldn't want them to pick. Yeah, I doubt a. a, a yeah, a date is going to be like, oh, let's watch Sexual Assault at the fucking hotel or whatever from the Nakatsu line. Women in a soap land or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Women in a box. Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> One would be Citizens Kane. Oh, my God. Anything like that would be pretty bad, too. Yeah. Like, let's watch the Godfather trilogy. They're like, I love those movies, but God damn. All three of them? All three of them? You going to do this? All three of them. Uh, yeah, okay. Give him a blanket. Uh, I'm gonna go with a a, a sleeper pick here. 
when it comes to like movies you wouldn't want to watch on a date. And that is Eaten Alive. Not not the one by uh was it Lindsay? Oh, by Toby, Toby Hoopers. Hoopers, yeah. That movie's just too fucking weird for just like any situation like that. <laughs> That's for big sure. Um when it comes to like movies like you're saying like the notebook or anything like that, like uh, there's a couple of movies like that that I'm like, I, I'm not. It's not like I'm like, oh fuck them either. But it's just like I don't. I'm just not as interested in those types of movies. I don't know. I'm trying to think of movies like that, but all they're all like, Phew. yeah, they're all out of my brain. But uh, thank you, Peppa Chop. Yes, if that's how you say your name. I'm from, in my from, small little cashew brain. Cashew brain isn't fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> is it cashew or pistachio? Uh, which one's smaller? I don't know. I have to look at him side by side. <laughs> Thank you, Pepper Chop. Yes. Next up, Scum Vomit. Scum Vomit. Sup, dudes? We're, we're, we're live. What do you think is a good love song? I think it's pretty hard to beat. NSYNC's I Promise You. <laughs> Yay. But I'm curious to hear what you dudes have to say. You're Not Alone by Michael Jackson is also a good one, too. But I heard he used to sing the, to the kitties when they were falling asleep after a few wine coolers. But anyways, looking forward to this week's show as always. Take it easy. Hashtag bulk gang. Yeah, I mean the first half scope on I can't lie. Oh, oh you bastard. Oh, God. I'm not headed. You are my fight. That's not the one he picked. No. That's the only sing song. Is that Backstreet Boys? I don't know, bro. Tell me why. I think that's Backstreet Boys. I think so. Ain't nothing but a holy. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a man. Tell me why. I never want to hear you say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you just quit on there. Good love songs. Uh, the first one pops my head, of course, the Cure love song. Yeah. Because I'm a 80s goth boy at heart. Uh, I'm going to go with a 90s goth a goth boy pick. Uh, t- uh, typo negative. Love love you to death. Oh, that has some like the most like sexy romantic lyrics of all time. It does. Typo negative is fucking music, man. It's fucking music, bro. It's so fucking music. Like <laughs> I love typo negative. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, it's like even like songs like candles <laughs> burning. He's in the studio with the dick out. That's just hard. He's just hard as a rock. Uh, some more '80s goth goodness. Uh, the Smiths. Mm. There's a lot that never goes out. Um, <laughs> Morrissey's a dipshit. That he is, but that's a good love song, though. Yeah. Didn't he like go vegan and he's only eating like fucking potatoes and nuts? <laughs> Probably. I mean, <laughs> he's also asexual, not because of, you know, his sexuality, because there's not anyone beautiful enough for him to love or something like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Smiths fan, but man, he is, he's, he's he, a goober. He's a turd. <laughs> <laughs> he's a turd. He's a turd for sure. <laughs> Oh, he's dying. <laughs> I quit smoking. I'd say it's a great love song. Date night. <laughs> Date night. I don't know if it's actually a love song. No, but probably not. Um, patience. I ain't got no goddamn patience. Um, I'm trying to think of more, like, love songs. Uh, I swear to God, anytime we're, you know, talking about, like, certain things off air, I can think of it like that. But when I, once this microphone's in front of my face, I can't think of shit. 
Oh, yeah, why do y'all listen to this? <laughs> um, I know more breakup songs than I know yeah, like, love songs. Um, That's horrible. I I would say it's kind of a love song. Tom Waits, I hope I don't fall in love with you. Mm. Yeah. You know. Uh, the perfect, of course, you know, love song is Staggerly. <laughs> I was gonna say closer. Oh, no, that's my favorite love song. That's that's just a dirty fucking I mean, song. It is dirty, but it is you know he's like he's like you know you bring me closer to God. You know, mm. like damn girl, is it a love song or is it a lust song though? It depends how you look at it. That's true. <laughs> Sometimes there's no difference. Mm. Depends what your relationship's like. Uh, toxic ass relationship. Eh, maybe not. You know. I mean, if your relationship is just like, I want you because of your body, I feel like... But what if you both are into that, though? I mean, yeah. Then it's fine. I mean, true. You trying to call me out in there? Maybe. I think you're kink-shaming. Whoa, 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 hang on. <laughs> I ain't kink-shaming. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you, you gotta set, sort it out so it's not toxic. You know? You know what I'm saying? With the taste of our lips are Oh, my God. What is that? That's toxic. Pretty spirit. Oh! I'm showing all my like nine or late nineties, early two thousands, uh, <laughs> the fucking um, song knowledge, pop music knowledge. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find. Keep talking. I'm trying to find love songs. <laughs> Piece of shit. All right. To me, like it's love song by the Cure. Just like Heaven, also by the Cure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm just a big Cure guy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, the Cure is fucking fantastic. Um. Like when I listen to their songs, sometimes I'm not getting the like, oh, this is a love song type vibe. It's goth love. Yeah, fair enough. Whenever I'm alone with you, you make me feel like I am whole again. You know? Oh yeah, yeah it's love. You know, sweet. It's also very uh, goth. Oh, it's goth as hell. And he's sitting there with his like the widest makeup you've ever seen. Look like he ain't seen the sun in twenty years. <laughs> the reddest lips you've ever seen. <laughs> Just flipping like, the hair. Robert Smith still has some of the craziest hair. He looks so bad nowadays, though. Yeah. He looks like an old woman. <laughs> Look, man. He, he's done it all. He's seen it all. He didn't even got to go on. That's true. He ain't got to keep up that. I keep up the, I, I look. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> but, uh, I'm terrible. I can't think of any more love songs besides Top of Negative. <laughs> it's a good pick, though. Yeah. Thank you, Scum Vomit, for the question, as always. Yes, thank you. Next up, Spooky Celluloid. The man. The myth. The, the pervert. <laughs> yes. I was going to say legend, but you went straight to pervert. But, I mean, that's also accurate. Hello, my beautiful hunky boys. <laughs> What's up, you beautiful bastard? I do not care for hunky boys. <laughs> I do not care. Or do I? Do I? That's a great movie. <laughs> I have an episode recommendation. Mm. J-Horror Classics. Ooh, okay. So, Ringu, Jew on the Grudge, and Pulse, because I feel like you guys have had too much fun recently. Uh, that's the thing about like those like that first wave of like 2000s J-Horror. Yeah. Depressing and dark. Well, it's like we watched uh, Ringu for uh, around Halloween, and that, I, that movie's bleak. It's so bleak. Yeah. Like, I can't even describe Like It does have like some really great scary tension to it. Oh, yeah. But it's more like just somber yeah. than it is anything. Like, there's like, this like atmosphere that just rolls the entire movie of just like... You just feel like the oh, world, nothing is like beautiful. It's all yeah. rainy and gloomy. And it's, I don't know, it's fucking great. It's just a <laughs> sense of overwhelming dread of yeah. the whole movie. That could be a cool episode if people are interested in that. You know, mm-hmm. that's not too mainstream for us. Because I, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I do love those movies. My question is Who was your favorite celebrity you met at a con? Also, what was your favorite panel you ever attended? Mm. 
favorite celebrity I ever met at a con. Damn, that's really hard. I actually did not like meet a ton of celebrities at cons. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, I was just going to vendors. Yeah, but I do have a favorite panel I went to, and that's the the uh, Kane Hodder panel. That was really good. That was yeah. fucking awesome. That one was great, and I actually went to a panel with a Nightmare on Elm Street reunion. Oh shit! And it was like within like the week that Wes Craven passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they were talking about the whole panel. Instead of talking about Nightmare on Elm Street, they were just talking about Wes Craven. That was oh, really, really cool. that's really cool. Yeah. Um, favorite celebrity I ever met? Um, shit. I met some cool ones. Yeah, you've met a lot of crazy, crazy fucking... Like, I've met John Carpenter. Yeah. I've met Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've met Angus Scrim. Yeah. Before he passed, I met Jim Kelly. Yeah. He was cool as fuck. Um... Uh, Lloyd Coffin's up there. Oh, yeah. That's probably the one celebrity that I met that I can solidify as probably my favorite. He was super fucking cool. Yeah. Which I've, I've heard bad things about Lloyd, but man, we had a fantastic experience with him. Yeah. You know. Uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw this one out there. Um, again, I need to see the movie, but Jill Six, director of The Stylist. Stylist. Uh, she's an incredibly nice person and we just had talked about like Argento films for a good fucking like 30 minutes <laughs> Brian Usen was really cool yeah I like, mean Brian Usen was really cool he was super nice Joe Bob was cool uh, Joe Bob was cool Fred Vogel yeah Fred's the man yeah Again, um, I, I haven't met him in person, of course, but I've, I've talked to him before. Of course, we interviewed him. Yeah, yeah, we talked to him. Um, Great dude. I tell you one, um, Jeff Burr. Jeff Burr, director of uh, From a Whisper to a Scream and Stepfather mm, yeah. Two and Puppet Master Four and Five. He was really fun to talk to. Yeah, um, we were talking about Puppet Master because mm-hmm. he did Four and Five, and. Um, he was like, "Oh man, you know, working on the movies are really fun." But and then he like looked to the left and like looked to the right, but Charles made the dick. That was fun. That was really fun. Um, I tell you, he's gonna be the best uh, guest I ever meet. Yeah, best celebrity I'm ever gonna meet. Spooky celluloid. Yeah, he's coming to East Tennessee, baby. And also, uh, I I guarantee that we're all. Going to be meeting Frank Kindelauder. Oh, for fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I cannot wait for that. I, I'm honestly like, there came a time where I just kind of got like burned out, or not even burned out, but like just jaded when it came yeah. to like meeting because like prices for autographs were like going through the roof. And I was just like, man, I just don't want to spend like 60 bucks yeah. to have something I bought scribbled a name on. Yeah. You know? And, you know, it's like I said, I've met John Carpenter and Corman mm. and fucking Lynn A. Quigley. Like, I met most people I wanted to, but Frank Kindelauder. That's a, I'm definitely meeting Frank Hanlar again. Oh signed. my god! And yeah. Carl York. Well, it's like uh, again, of course, I, I, you have Frank and Hooker on Blu-ray. I bought it for the sole reason because he was going to be there. <laughs> like, I want to meet him and Kevin Van Hickenrock is going to be there too. Yeah, Dwayne from fucking Basket Case. What's well, fucking one insane. of my favorite performance in horror? You know what I mean? Yeah. He looks like a squish octopus. <laughs> what? Dog, <laughs> oh, I'm just debating what I want to want to get signed. That's even. what we were talking about too, because it's like on one hand I want to get Kevin Hickenrod to yeah. sign basket case. Yeah, I want Frank Hinlauder, of course, to sign basket case. Yeah, but I also want Frank Hinlauder to sign Brain Damage because that's my favorite Frank Hinlauder movie. Yeah, <laughs> you should bring like I'm sorry in advance. Yeah, <laughs> just here's, like, here's all the stuff I have by because I pretty much have everything. Yeah, the only thing you don't have is bad biology. Bad biology and the documentaries he's done. Yeah. Which I want to see those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. I saw the one about um Herschel Gordon Lewis. No. Uh what the fuck is his name? David Rickles. David the, Rickles. The roast comedian. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, was, it was good. It was really good. I thought he did one on Herschel Gordon Lewis. He did, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But uh, thank you, Spooky, as always. Yes. You're the man. You'll be on the show again. Oh, yeah. In the near future, because you're the shit. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to meet you and Herschel both in person, because you all are lovely human beings, even though <laughs> fucking Herschel and his bulk love. Yeah. And his love of other shitty shit. <laughs> <laughs> love you, both. Love you, love you. Crazy bastards. Love you, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Hal Monastone. What's up, Hal? He said, hi, I hope all is good. It's pretty all right right now. Yeah, it's all right. I'm all right. What are the dumbest films that you love to death anyways? For me, oh. it's got to be Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Dumb as shit, but I fucking love that film like crazy. Yes. The album recommendation, mm, recommendation? Recommendation this time is Champion Sounds by Jay Lib, Jay Dilla, and Mad Lib. Which you, you, you told me about Jay, yeah. Jay Dilla, and I know Mad Lib. Dope underground hip-hop cheers, and remember that you should never, ever let a fat fox eat bread from your hand. <laughs> and that's probably a good record. That's yeah. probably good advice. That's probably good advice. There's a reason he's fat. Yes. Dumb movies that you love. Oh the first God. one that pops in my head, even though I, I actually don't think it's dumb, yeah. I just genuinely really like it. Though you tell me all the time how dumb it is. Yeah. Demon Wind. Dude, Demon Wind is fucking goofy as shit. I love Demon Wind. You tell me when he throws that fucking doll down. Uh, down. You <laughs> lie. Boom. It explodes. Because then it comes to him he's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, like, I know we've been going off on her short boy. For his opinions on movies, mm-hmm. John over here he gave fucking Demon went a four and a half. I almost gave it five. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, man. I think it's so good. I think it's okay, dude. I don't know. I, I fucking adore it. My my mine right now is Night Killer. Night Killer. It's like I know people talk about Troll Two. Troll Two's fun. Yeah, it, and it's goofy. It and is it's fucking bizarre. And it's funny. It is. Yeah. Like there's kind of like there's like this weird thing now where like before it was like you know everybody was like oh Troll Two shit but we love it. Now there's like this weird like pushback of people like no nah, it's just shit. And I'm like I'm kind of in the middle there like I think it's a really fun bad movie. Yeah. It's not the best bad movie of all time of course. No. But like I think you'd be crazy to say it's not entertaining as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean. But. Dude, it ain't Night Killer. Though. Night Killer is beyond words. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Like, if you have not seen mm. Night Killer, fried chicken and French fries, fries. I was molested in the little boys' room. <laughs> then you have to seek yeah. it out and watch it because it's insane. It's, There's not a yeah. single kill that happens at night. Nope. It was marketed as Texas Chainsaw something three three yeah. in Italy. Yeah, and. There's no chainsaw. No chainsaw. It, the same it, kill. The same kill. If anything, he looks like Freddy Krueger. They just like keep fucking using the same kill over, and like all the victims wear like the same color shirt, so they can keep using the same yes. kill. Yes, it's it's absurdist. It's amazing the way like this chick tries to like OD on pills, and the way the dude fucking rescues her <laughs> yeah. is the best. Oh my god! And I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out Artie here. Uh, Manos. Manos. Manos is one that the more I think about, the more I actually. I, think I like of, Manos too. I, like. I love uh, fucking uh, uh, Torgor. 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 His backwards ass legs. Yeah, he's supposed to have goat legs, but it's just pillows in his fucking yes. hands. It's so good. <laughs> Demon Wind is up there. Spookies. Oh, Spookies is a fucking classic. I adore that. Spookies. I'll tell you one we watched recently that I think is going to grow on me is uh, New York Ninja. New York Ninja, yeah. That was. That was an experience. That was something. Just. <laughs> Fucking jumps down and backflips and gets shot. <laughs> yeah. Huh? What the fuck? Uh, Fortress of America. I know that, you weren't a big fan I of that I didn't one. love that one, no. It's just so over the top. It is very over the top, yeah. Oh, what do we... We watched something recently, too. I mean, there's one that we're missing. Oh, yeah. That I think you can, like... Is, like, unarguably dumb. 
Yeah. But I I couldn't love it more if I tried. Mm-hmm. And that's Night Beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I've come full circle on Night Beast. But when I first watched it, I was like, hey, this movie's goofy as shit. Mm-hmm. Then when we watched it again for how, around Halloween this year, I was like, I think I actually just like this movie. Well, yeah, but I think I think it is un, uh, like unobjectively like dumb. Yeah, it's an alien murderer. Yeah. It's an alien in a members-only jacket Yes, shooting people with laser guns. That will not stop. It's like rapid fire. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that, movie, that movie fucks. It does. It's so good. I fucking love Night Beast. With everything about being, me too. Uh, it's fucking amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of more, but I think I think I've run out. He's run out. I've run out of things to talk about on that. Thank you, Hal Monastone, for the question. Yes. Thank you so much. As always, and your sound advice and album recommendations. Yes. Oh, album recommendation uh, from yours truly this week, mm-hmm. and John's going to scorn me for it. Uh, the new Lil Yachty album. Boo. That album fucks. <laughs> that album fucks, man. I'm kissing on your thighs and grabbing your titties. <laughs> So shitty. I, I, I thought it was awesome. I absolutely hate that album. I'll recommend the new Sangui Sugabog album. Remember that? I actually need to listen to that, but it's fucking outstanding. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> actually, I'll recommend Dinosaur Jr. They're growing all over me. Oh, yeah. It's a great album. That's a masterpiece. Uh, next up is Psychonaut. Psychonaut. When Psychonaut has his fucking store open, go to his Instagram page, yes. get to that link, and go buy some of the coolest fucking art you can. Dude. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, His fucking artwork is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you've got you got to check it out. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. In the spirit of V-Day. Yeah, yes. Favorite fetish horror film. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh God, finished horror film. I tell you, I think this, I think this works. Okay, I think this counts. Uh, Singapore Sling. Mm, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Artistic. Yeah. Romantic. L- a little bit, maybe. A little bit. <laughs> Vile. Incest in there. There's lots of incest. Okay, yeah. And a mummy. Gonna... <laughs> Yeah, there's I a mom. I think it's the girl's dad, and she's like fucking him. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a giant dick. We don't see it, but it's insinuated. Oh, Barbara just fucking. What the hell what the was fuck? that? Um, there's puke. There's piss. Like it's ahead of time. It's ahead of time. Yeah, this is like the early nineties, and like they're shitting and pissing and puking, and it's gross. There's like a rape scene where like the 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 woman's raping the dude, and like they're electrocuting him while he's orgasming, and then she pisses in his face. Yeah, they some, puke on his face. Yeah, it's some wild shit, man. Yeah, dude, it's fucking gross. I love that movie, though. I always have. Um, one I'll go with is, um, of course, Sam Hale's Love Dump. Love Dump. Yep. Love Dump is just beyond fucked up. It's so mean-spirited. Yeah. It's, it, like, out of everything he's done, in my opinion, I don't think it's more mean-spirited than that one. That yeah. one is just like, it feels like it's anger, the movie. <laughs> if you want a close uh, proximity to that film, though, yeah. the latest from Jonathan Doe, Devolvement yeah, of a Doll, is uh, fucking nasty, especially when we learned a certain behind-the-scenes oh. tidbit that haunted me. <laughs> yeah, not only haunted me, but I literally gagged when he told, him, told yeah. us. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, go, go, go watch that. Yeah. Pick that up. Yeah, pick up anything from Future Productions, Future Productions and Banana Box. Yes, and Psychonaut. Because they're wonderful human beings. And thank you again, Psychonaut. I think we already yeah. thanked him for the package we got. But that was That was fucking too incredible, much. man. That was too much. Yeah, thank you so much. That was too kind. We'll get you some shit in the mail, we promise. Yes. We've, we've just got to get everything together. 
I'm trying to get my life together right now. <laughs> I'm falling apart, man. I'm falling apart, man. I'm breaking the seams, goddammit. Uh, I will give you a, a, a shout out to Herschel with this one because I actually rewatched this for some reason recently. But uh, Squirmfest. Ugh. It's gross. You watched it? Yeah, I rewatched it. When did you rewatch that? Uh, whenever I got the package from him in the mail because I ordered his copy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's over there. It's over there. I don't think that is sick. <laughs> it, it's really gross, but it's entertaining. Like a pervert. Wow. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> Can we fuck wherever? Is the lamb wife. Lamb wife. Lamb wife. Lamb wife. Hi, guys. What's up? Off theme here. That's okay. fine. But do you guys have a favorite killer animal movie and or favorite animal attack kill from a movie? Thanks again and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a good one. Yes. Favorite animal attacks movie? I mean, I think it's been mine for a long, long time. Mm. Alligator. I fucking adore is, that movie. That movie's awesome. When that, like, I don't pre-order... A lot of stuff from actually, I don't ever prove or anything from Screen Factory because why would you? Yeah, because it's probably gonna be defective and have cum all over it. <laughs> so I don't know why you would ever pre order anything from Screen Factory. Yeah, but that was a day one pre order for me. Once I know you also watch Roar, Roar's I, mean, I don't even know if that's an animal attack movie because technically the animals in the movie are like the good guys, it's just oh. that the animals were off screen attacking people. Yeah, <laughs> but well. I recommend Roar because it is it's an anomaly. Yeah, like Does it, it have a release right now. I th- Probably not because I think Draft House did it. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, Draft House. I don't know if they're still around as know. a releasing label. But yeah, that that that's a wild one. Mm. Um, Ticks. Oh yeah, that was that was the one I was gonna go with. Love Ticks. The movie's insane. Uh, Mosquito. Mosquito. I need to rewatch that because I was dead that day when we watched. That, that was like like that's my childhood right there. Ticks and Mosquito. They yeah. put that all the time on Sci-Fi, and I ate it up. <laughs> Gotta go with William Girdler. Gotta get some Girdler love in there. Yeah. Grizzly. Oh yeah, no, I'm going. I'm going Grizzly. Bro. <laughs> Grizzly. Bucks. Grizzly's great. Day of the Animals is good. Yeah. I saw Spooky uh, reviewed a movie on his Instagram, or he may be doing a video of it. I think it's called Wild Beast, hmm. where it's like animals like escape from the zoo and go on a rampage. I think it's an Italian movie. What the fuck? It's wild. Love it. It's oh, great. You've, seen, you've seen that oh, one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's wild. Me and uh, Amanda watched it one day, and we're like, this is crazy shit. Oh, I think it's God. called Wild Beast. Arachnophobia is a good one. Arachnophobia is very good as well. Uh, Jaws. Jaws, yeah. Uh, cruel jaws. Cruel jaws. Oh, <laughs> Lord. But if I had to pick just one, it's alligator. Alligator is yeah. just, that's the Mac Daddy. But for another, a couple more recommendations for some alligator movies that are pretty damn good. Mm. Rogue. Rogue. From the director of Wolf Creek is actually really good. As is um, Blackwater. Blackwater. Blackwater is like this, like, these, uh, it's an Australian film, came out about the same time as Rogue, where this, uh, this group of friends get stuck in a tree and an alligator is circling and they can't get off oh, the tree. Oh, shit. That's uh, oh god, uh, you know Adam Green's a director. We kind of give a lot. Of, I give a lot of shit to because I don't like Hatchet. I like Hatchet, but, but Frozen. I haven't seen Frozen. Frozen has uh, some wolves in it. That's pretty good. Um, what about kills though? As Lemma uh, brought up, my favorite will forever and always be an alligator when the kid jumps into the pool and the alligator eats him. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> The one I'm gonna go with is not even from an Amotex movie per se, but the the scene from the Beyond. The dog. Yeah, that scene is insane. Get him, sick him. <laughs> so good. No spike. Love Fulci. Love the Beyond. Thank you, Lamb Wife, for the question. As always. Next up, it's a real one. I won. We gotta one. stop this. 
Keeping with the theme, what's the worst date you've ever been on? Ooh. I mine is actually not the date. Mm. I have a story to tell. A story to regale. Oh, seeing this girl, right? Yeah. Went to her place of employment on her break and gave her her Christmas presents. Huh. Right. Oh no. It seemed, it seemed like everything was going good. You know, she thanked me and like we kissed and all yeah. that jazz. And she was like, oh, thank you for, you know, make me feel so special. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. You know, it's what I do. Yeah. Love you. See you tomorrow. Broke up with me the very next day. Oh. <laughs> oh. Gave her Christmas presents, though. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> she waited. I guess she got them presents. Oh, fuck. <laughs> then I oh. got broke up with <laughs> Going back to what I was bringing up earlier, probably that fucking Alice in Wonderland thing. We broke up like the next day too. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I hated the movie, and I broke up <laughs> like the next <laughs> Alice day. Alice in Wonderland rule ruined that relationship. That movie sucked ass, man. Tim Burton. <laughs> God, I hate I hate those movies. Man, Tim Burton after like Big Fish really fell off, huh? Yeah. I know some people really love Sweeney Todd. I'm not a Sweeney Todd fan. I haven't seen Sweeney Todd. But, yeah. I don't know. Everything after Big Fish just seems to kind of suck. Yeah. I don't know. Not, it's like I like Tim Burton stuff, but I don't know. I feel like I like some of the stuff he produced more than he well, it's like Where's, did. like, the Mars Attacks, you know? Yeah. Like, the Mars Attacks didn't do well. The Pee-wee's Big Adventures, you know? Yeah. Movies like that that, like, had that Tim Burton flair and goofiness, but without all the dreary, drab imagery and yeah. shitty storylines and shitty scripts. What's up to make Matt Hatter look like a fucking, like, demon for some reason? Like, he's got these weird eyes and mm. shit. And the Red Queen in that movie is fucking horrible. That's a, what's her name, Helena Bottom Corner? It's like, I even like her. Yeah, she's a good actress. But, she's great in uh, Fight Club. But I know you're supposed to hate the Red Queen because it's an annoying character. But, but you just fuck. don't like the character. That's the difference. And the character, like, the portrayal of the character is just, like, so over the top to the point where I'm like, I can't. You're giving me a headache. I gotta oh. do something real quick. Oh, okay. Keep talking about the Red Queen. How much you have? <sighs> I don't know. It, like, after the movie, I literally had a fucking headache. <laughs> I was like, this is just too much. It's making my ass itch. <laughs> yeah, it really does make my ass itch. <laughs> They introduced this Father Tom character because they, it's a sequel to Alice in Wonderland, which I don't even remember if that was a thing, but I don't... I don't know. I fucking, <laughs> fucking hate that movie. Are you pulling up another question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we're good right now. All right. So thank yeah. you, Rye One, Rye One, for the bringing up some uh, painful memories. <laughs> Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Next up is Mr. Parker, the yes. chairman of YouTube. He drew the fucking chair. Which, 300 episodes. Jesus. Dude, okay. Consistent. We, we do a bi-weekly podcast that is not even half the time bi-weekly. And he's able to be able to do a fucking YouTube show every week. He's a mad lad, and I appreciate him for it. Yes. And everyone should. Coming up on, like, the six-year anniversary of this shit, too. Really? Of, like, this series. Yeah. Not even talking about, like, how long he's been on YouTube and been consistent. He's one of the OGs, man. Yeah, for sure. One of the first ones I ever discovered. Yeah. Back in the VHS, like, camera days. He's one of the guys that got me into this kind of kind of movie, too. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I remember, like, uh, it's like, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. But when we were going to do the Vomit Gore series, and I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm not doing it. I watched his video on it. Mm. And I was like, okay. 
I'll, I'll actually give this a a fair shake. Well, I break up all the time. Like one of the movies that I would not have discovered without Mr. Parker's channel. Yeah, is Psychos in Love. Yeah, which is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, that movie is so fucking good. And Tim Ritter. He also introduced me to Tim Ritter. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Mr. Park asks, what are your favorite films from some genres you don't often talk about on the show? Hmm. Oh, God. Genre we don't talk about on the show. We don't talk about westerns. I don't think we've ever talked about westerns, really. Not yet. Not yet. We we may have an idea for something like that. I, I'm i a big spaghetti western guy. Yeah, I love, I love a good western movie. So, for me... Um, once Upon a Time in the West. Mm-hmm. Of course, the the Dollars Trilogy. Yeah. But uh, also Django. Django. Love, not Django Chain. Love Django Chain. Django, Django Chain. But I'm talking about awesome the, uh, yeah. is it Stivaletti who directed that one? St- uh, May not be. I'm not sure. Somebody. He, he Frank Capucci. Oh, fuck, I can't think of it. He did <laughs> he did a bunch of westerns that are all really good. Yeah. But that one, uh, Big Gun Down with Lee Van Cleef mm. is fucking excellent. For the Apocalypse by Lucio Fulci. Yeah, isn't it? Doesn't I haven't seen it yet, but isn't For the Apocalypse like Fulci gore in a Western? Sort of. It's also just immensely depressing. Oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, so I went on a big spaghetti Western kick. Kioma with Franco Nero's mm. good other than the soundtrack. Is, the song in that movie is fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, the movie's really good. <laughs> fuck. Um... Uh, movies they don't talk about a lot on the show. We don't talk a lot of just like action movies either. No. Um, again, some of the more like classy stuff in the like action genre, like classy. Yeah, I'd say classy, like the killer and hardball. Oh, okay, okay, like John Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. are more classy. But I fucking adore like sorry, spooky. But I adore Let's 80s go. and 90s. Like Let's go, movies. Canon Pictures, dude. It's like, it's like we rewatched RoboCop recently. Oh. Which I know it's got a bit of sci-fi too. Oh. But man, that movie fucks. Like I'm a big Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. Oh, I can't yeah. lie. Commando, mm-hmm. Terminator. Oh, Terminator's great uh, too. Fucking Predator. Oh, oh fuck yeah. One of my favorites is The Running Man. I, <laughs> I need to watch that one. Huge Running Man fan as a kid. Yeah. I watch that movie all the time. Well, it's like I also have a soft spot for this shit because it's stuff that I watch with my dad. Yeah. So, like. Like it's the fucking uh, John Claude Van Damme shit. Like, like Bloodsport is like legit one of my favorite movies. I love Bloodsport. It's Dad. so fun. Fucking uh, what was the one we watched recently? Uh, we watched Hard Target. Hard Target was really good. That's John Woo. Yeah, it's John Woo. It's, it's definitely it's definitely more on the cheesier fun side than something like The Killer. But I'm also a fan of the Italian crime. I've heard Ooh. him refer to as Policioteca. Yeah, I think is the technical term. That could be a completely different genre. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, uh, uh, heroin busters yeah the big racket is probably the best one i've ever seen yeah big racket is f- oh my god it's fucking good um it's like i know we've done documentaries on the show anything about fernando de leo oh yeah i, I need to watch i need to watch, look at the, to that box set you have and watch all that shit um again we do we've done documentaries on the show but i i like watching stuff that are, it's not even really like disturbing or anything like that like i like like I can watch a documentary about anything. It's like I know you talk about uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Before. That's a good one, yeah. It's like I need to I need to watch that one. It's like of course I've watched a lot of true crime docs before. Beyond the Mat, dude. Beyond the Mat is great. <laughs> um, yeah, that movie is fucking fantastic. Um, oh, fuck, come on, brain, for fuck's sake. Why is it not working today? One more genre I'll throw out there okay. before we move on. Uh, I'm a big samurai. 
Oh, yeah. Samurai film guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, the best is probably... I mean, you think Kurosawa did, but well, for me, Seven Samurai. But I, again, I sound like such a fucking like, newbie over here. <laughs> fucking like, It's like, I need to watch Seven Samurai. And I was, I was going to watch it when I had COVID, but I was sick. Yeah. And didn't feel like watching anything. Zatoshi, the blind swordsman. Um, Hanzo the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takashi Mikes is a wealth or the assassin dude oh Blade of the Immortal Blade of the Immortal is so fucking good mm. even though that's um, more like a Neo yeah it's Neo comic booky style samurai film yeah but, yeah I mean like a lot of times samurai films are just westerns yeah but with set in you know fucking Imperial Japan yeah instead of the, the west <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> it's like a, a a genre we have not talked about on the show yet uh, SOV it's like, I know we've done SOV movies, yeah. but we have not done just a lot of just an SOV episode. I love fucking shot on video shit. It's so fucking fun. So we have a shot on video movie this week, too. We do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love that shit. Shot on video is so fun. Thank you, Mr. Park, as always. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next up, we have J Freak Zach. What's up? Who says... A personal story and question for the next episode. Has anyone had roommates, family, or girlfriend look into their collection and see something they wish they hadn't? Mm. <laughs> Which he, he linked us to, thought about the perfect place to post this. This I reckon he posted this to the Unearthed Films okay. uh, Facebook group. So I got home uh, right now, uh, 2 a.m. after work, and my dad told me he was drinking with our neighbors. They decided they wanted to watch some Japanese movies. Mm, okay. I had, so they popped in MKDD. Oh, no. Which I believe is... Um, which one is MKDD? That's Needles. Is that Needles? Yeah. Is that the one? No, it's not GSKD. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And said it was too much with the Needles. Yeah. And next to it was my copy of MASD 004. Oh, fuck. I hope to God they didn't watch that one. I don't want to ask or know. That'll teach mm. them to ask first before they throw something on that's mine. Fuck my lies. I'm so embarrassed. Update. I just found my loose DVD of Bannon America on the ledge. <laughs> God damn. So, have um, you ever, has someone ever been looking for your collection and you're like, don't look at that one? Uh, not, not really. It's like most of the people that look through my collection are people that, like, they know the shit I'm into and they're into it too, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I talked about one of my dates picked up, like, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Campbell Holocaust. I was like, no. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. We're not watching that. The only, the only thing close to that is, like, when you were younger. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. You and, you know, Marcus would come and look at my collection. I'm like, oh, look at that. (laughs) Not that one, not that one. It's like, I remember... uh, There's definitely movies in my collection that if someone who doesn't know what I'm into come in my room, it's going to be hard to explain. Yeah. White Rose Campus and then everyone was raped is going to be a real hard title to explain to somebody. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I mean, I have a couple of things. It's like, uh, it's like if, I have like quite a few shockumentaries things. Like traces of death. I mean, I feel like no one's gonna even bat an eye at that anymore. Yeah. But I feel like if someone picked up my copy of Rare Dead Person, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> like hey, especially since there is uh, the the guy I got it from. I'm not gonna mention names. <laughs> yeah. But sent a copy of a uh, a weird porno. That's inside there. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, my copy of Squirm Fest. Mm. You know, yeah. Terrible meal. 
Gusso milk. Those are tough. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to explain that. But honestly, one that like I'd be like real like don't touch that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be something like Farmer's Daughter. Oh yeah. Like what the fuck is Farmer? Like don't ask. <laughs> Yeah. Just like, don't ask and don't ask who Zebedee Colt is. <laughs> yeah, don't even ask who that man is. Don't even bring him up in my presence. It's like I have intrusion, so do you. Yeah, so that would be a hard one to try to explain. Yeah. It's always the one with weirder titles over like Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like like so, sexual what? assault in a hotel and I'm like Look man, <laughs> Look. I don't know how to explain this to you. <laughs> What do you want from me? How did I explain this to you? Um, <laughs> if anybody know had no like French base moi, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it translates literally to rape me. It's either rape me or fuck me or something yeah. like that, which I have that too. It's a great movie, though. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> I, I gave like two and a half on Letterboxd back in the day, which I'm like, what the fuck? My Letterboxd is fuck, guys. You gave Gremlins a three, and I like literally you literally called, called me. Yeah, and you're like, change your fucking rating. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 Are you fucking stupid? Uh, one I would definitely tell people not to pick up is Uncle Goddamn. Uncle Goddamn. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to exp- explain that. Yeah. I don't want to go through the time and effort to explain why I even own this. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay Freak Zach, for the question. As always. Yes. And the story it was very fun. Yeah, that's part oh of me. Like I know you probably don't want this, but part of me does want your dad and his friends to have watched him ASD Double do, do, do you know which one that is? That's a, that's a shit tank. Yeah, that's a shit tank. <laughs> I remember. I know her, all about the shit tank. Me and Herschel talked about the shit tank recently. And I was like, this is fucking vile, dude. <laughs> Next yep. up, the OG. Ooh. PM. The People's Mikey. People's Mikey. Howdy, my dudes. So I'm over here at 316 Gimmick Street. What? Pounding on some Steve Wilders. Oh, hell yeah. What? I'm listening to the show. I hear that some bitch spooky <laughs> saying that Keanu Reeves is overrated. I'm here, and here I am wondering if this is a work or a shoot. <laughs> some better stop yapping his jaw about Keanu Reeves, or else I'm going to open a can of whoop-ass on that margarine-loving son of a bitch. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> At the bottom line, As people, Mikey said so. <laughs> Connor Reeves is not overrated. What? What? He's a fucking great actor. What? What? He's a national treasure. What? <laughs> He's a fucking great human being. What? Thank you, people, Mikey, for that because yeah. that was fun. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> with the buzz surrounding Infinity Pool, where do you see Brandon Cronenberg ranked amongst other modern directors? And do you see his name being mentioned along with the great someday? Looking forward to this week's episode. Hope the weekend treats you good. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Cheers. Um, weekend was shit, but that's always my weekend. I uh, work weekend, so yeah, I that's sometimes I do too. So, uh, Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah, I've. You're gonna have to to talk about this one more because I have not seen a fucking movie by him yet. Unfortunately, the only thing I've seen of his was Antiviral, but I thought Antiviral was pretty fucking great. Yeah. Um. I want to see Infinity Pool. We were going to go see Infinity Pool, but I was beat the fuck up from work and just didn't feel like making the hour trip down to see it. That and you were dealing with some allergy shit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Like, I've heard mostly good things about Infinity Pool. I've heard nothing but great things about Possessor. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he definitely has a has a style. Yeah. That is similar to his dad's, but different. Yes. So, I think, you know, if he keeps it up and he keeps a consistent body of work... 
I, I think he could go down as one of the best of the modern era. Yeah, he could be known as a modern master of horror. Even. I mean, on, this is going to sound like old man yelling at clouds, but honestly, it's not hard to get that moniker nowadays. No, you know, you make a couple good, you make a couple movies, and people are like master of horror. Like, <laughs> pump the brakes. Yeah, you know what I mean, these guys earned that by making like consistent bodies of work. Most of them. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, you got a John Landis who like only made like two horror movies. However, one was American Werewolf in London. Well, so can American you, you can't deny the man. You know what I mean? American Werewolf in London is one of the greatest movies of all time. But, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Like, I I want to see Possessor and I want to see Infinity Pool because I really loved Antiviral and thought it was just a fucking, just a unique idea. What's well, like I remember it's like we have an episode planned out of body horror which has an antiviral in it. We should probably just do Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah, at this point we might as well just do Brandon Cronenberg because we've had body horror since the dawn of this podcast. Yeah. We've not done it. We've not done it, yeah. So we've done body horror, but we haven't done that episode. Yeah. What is that episode like? Thanos more Thanomorphos. Thanomorphos. Um it's switched up a lot. Yeah. But yeah, we should probably just do Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I'm interested in stuff. I'm, I'm excited to see where he goes. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and I, I, you know, I think last week I talked about how I wasn't a fan of Ty West, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not, but I've not watched X or Pearl. Yeah. But So his his renaissance seems interesting to me, yo. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to check out that and see where it's, that's going. And then you got, uh, was it Cosmos? Whatever the fuck his last name is, who directed Mandy. Yeah. You know, I'm curious to see where he's going to go. So he also did a very like out there movie. Was it Beyond the Black Beyond Rainbow? the Black Rainbow? Which I've been meaning to watch for a long time. You know, Joe Bigos. Yes. Even though I did not care for Christmas Bloody Christmas at all. Yeah. I still think he has a ton of potential and has made some great fucking movies. It's like I personally fucking hated Christmas Bloody Christmas, but I feel like the rest of his body of work is very good. I hated Christmas Bloody Christmas, but I fucking loved Bliss. So. Bliss was great. I love VFW too, but Bliss I think is his like best work. So there's a lot, there's a crop of guys out right now who are like very interesting yeah. curious to see like definitely I feel like are better all, all in all better filmmakers than what got labeled as the splat pack back mm. in the day which was like Rob Zombie and Eli Roth and James Wan how did James Wan become part of the splat pack oh I don't know that's just the name they gave him. he did Saw I know <laughs> the first Saw does not have a lot of gore in it no but that, that was just the name given to those guys mm. so I think this like crop of like modern horror filmmakers are more interesting and have more unique voices than uh yeah throw in Arya Steer Arya Steer uh fucking uh Robert Egger yeah Robert oh my god so you know the the Northman wasn't really horror no it had some horror elements yeah he also he's working on that new uh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. If it ever happens, hopefully yeah. it does. Well, I mean, I saw that they casted Willem Dafoe. Yeah, but I feel like that's been around for a while. Mm. You know, so we'll see. Hopefully it happens. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually like to see his take on that. But uh, yeah, I think this modern crop is just just far more interesting than that that era. Yeah. So even the guy who did like like I said like I know the movie has divided people, but uh, the director like I'd like to see what the guy who did Skinamarink does next. Oh yeah, because that was uh, very unique. So the more love think, or hate it, it was very yeah. unique, you know. So the more I think about that movie, the more I like it. Too. I do too. Yeah, it legit, it's hard to put a finger on why. It's hard to put on a finger on a lot of things about that movie. It yeah. feels like it's an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, people's Mikey, yes. for the question and give me an oh hell, hell yeah. yeah. And last but certainly not least is the Space Ghost Andy. Space Ghost Andy, and he asks. What's your favorite non-horror romance film? Mm. I mean, I think you know what mine is. I, I think I bring this movie up every week. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
it's so funny because like I feel like that movie like does and doesn't have a cult following. Yeah, if that makes any sense because I feel like every time I bring it up, people are like, "Really?" <laughs> you know, but yeah. like I don't know. I fucking love Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh God, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like romance movies. I don't really know a ton. Matt's like, I don't like romance. It's not even that. It's just I don't. I can't think of a lot. I haven't seen a ton that I can think of anyway. Necromantic too. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible one. Never mind. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, it. The first half of Necromantic <laughs> Weird science to an extent. How about that? Sure, that works. <laughs> I mean, stuff like Sixteen Candles. Oh, yeah. Sixteen Candles is pretty good. You know, a lot of those 80s movies were all just romance yeah. movies. Better Off Dead. That's a good one with John Cusack. I need to see that one. I really love that one. But yeah, mine's, mine's a Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. There's a good anime one, dude, called uh, Up on Poppy Hill. Mm, I have the poster. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's good. Ghibli. You know, this has been the first half of this episode is me being like, I haven't seen that. I haven't watched that. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who am I? Who, who am me? Who am me? But that's the listener questions. We appreciate each and every single one of you all sending them in every single week mm-hmm. or bi week or three weeks or whatever the fuck. Month. Month. <laughs> whatever, whatever it shall be. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sorry Jesus. about that. Anywho. If you would like to join these lovely people, you sure the fuck can. Oh my god, I just thought of one. Fuck. In our garden. Instead of a good romance movie. Hey, horror. That's true. (laughs) Checkmate. Tennis brought them together. A rape reenactment to worm apart. (laughs) In our garden. Yeah, I love that movie. (laughs) It's a wild one. I do love it too. I love Giuseppe Andrews. Love that Giuseppe. Yes. Uh, anyways, if you want to join these lovely people, yes, you can do so by going and sending an email to sickoncinema at gmail.com, or you can wait to the week of the episode. We're mostly a bi-weekly podcast. Mostly. We're going to try to do better about that in the near future. Try. We'll, we'll try. Yeah, life is a bitch sometimes, though. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you work, <laughs> when you sleep all day and work all night, not a lot of time to get shit done. <laughs> nope. Not at all. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we'll post a lovely little image on our Instagram page. That skeleton's doing a little jig on on it and you can ask in the comment section below yes and when we come back we're getting romantic yeah three movies six people all love all love somewhat so yeah <laughs> two of them don't end too romantically but well <laughs> yeah you know but we'll get there some toxic relationships going on here but <laughs> What is life without a couple toxic relationships? Uh, that's, that's big true. So, uh, yeah, stick with us. Yes. And fall in love. With Sick On, on cinema. cinema. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Hi there. Is this your first trip to the dentist? You a little scared? No? Good. Give me five. Dr. Alan Finestone's a renowned dentist who's got it all. Anniversary. A beautiful wife, a thriving practice, and an impeccable reputation. I know I'm early. Couldn't wait, huh? No more braces, thank God. Build up quite a practice, doctor. Kay is always busy, so we're always busy. But behind the success is a man who's feeling the pressure. The IRS? You got real tax problems. When I tell you to do something, you do it. Oh, as short staffed as it is. Do you dress like that in front of the pool, man? Would you like to make another appointment? I had an appointment. You're not wearing anything. 
Now, Dr. Finestone's gone over the edge. <gasps> this is my wife! Please, please. Tonight you pay for all that you've done to me. Maybe we should close up until things are under control. Things are under control! Everything is under control! What we've got here is a seriously derailed train. Man over the edge. Open wide. We are back, and we're feeling the heat of romance, passion, and love. Or maybe this room is just hot. (laughs) This room is fucking smoldering. (laughs) If you're you're humming the background, it's because I had to turn the fan on. (laughs) I'm getting melting. Yeah, this is our second annual Valentine's Day special. Yes, um. Yes, um. Yes, um. Stop calling here. Stop calling here. <laughs> this, this is a disaster. <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> Love you. Born to lose. Well, in one and two. Yeah, go buy those. Banana box. <laughs> Cheap plug. Uh-huh. Cheap plug. Cheap plug there, yes. But yeah, we're, gonna, we're talking about three couples here that, uh, you know. Are toxic. Yeah. You know, when I pick these movies out, I, you know, I, I didn't do quite as good as a job about romance as I did the first no episode no you know the first uh, the first years those truly represented like love and horror yeah these not as much but hey it works i'd say two of these are extremely toxic at least yeah that's the other one's a little more loving that's for big sure i'd appreciate if you were just <laughs> covered by hair bow and dust the oh whole i'm sorry water. there you go <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just scooting it around the floor i, I didn't know that's what it was <laughs> oh god anyways yeah so we're gonna start off this uh, this love fest, if you will. Yes. In 1976, directed by Nico. How do you say his last name? Buddy, I have got no idea. <laughs> Nico Mastrorakis. That's how I'm gonna go with it. Mastrorakis. Mastrorakis. All right. Our couple this time around are Christopher and Cel- and Celia. Yeah. And this is one of the most taboo breaking movies ever made. Mm-hmm. The Island of Death. Okay. Island of Death. Go ahead and explain the plot. I don't like the way you said that. <sighs> it's, I'm going to come over there and kick your ass out. You're going to kick my ass You're going to piss a lot of people off of this one. Am I? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Actually, like the, the reviews in Letterboxd were a lot more divisive than I thought they would be. Oh, well. So anyways, so Christopher and Celia are a young couple. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> they are. I mean, young young couple mm-hmm. like young is correct couple it's definitely they say, husband, they say they're husband and wife at the beginning of the movie 
There's some sus shit that you're like. I know. But anyway, so they... Uh, More than sus. They're but... taking a uh, nice vacation to this lovely Greek island. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of like the location of uh, Anthropophagus. Mm, yeah. But uh, but it's very beautiful, very serenic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it seems like a fun place to be. And they seem like a couple lovely young lovers. However, they're fucking assholes. They're fucking sociopaths, especially Christopher, yeah, Chris- who has a god complex, who feels like people need to be punished for their sins, and he is the fucking sword of judgment. Yes. So he begins a fucking rampage on this island that, at one point, I'm like, is there anybody left, or has he killed everybody? Yes. He, he experiences a little bit of what you'd call religious mania, I'd yeah. call it. And this movie has it all. Yes. Bestiality. Incest. Rape. Murder, animal murder, animal murder, uh, fucking blasphemy, blasphemy, fucking racism, homophobia, voyeurism, yeah, anything and everything that you could think of that is bad is in this movie. Yep, uh, Nico Masterakis, that's how I'm gonna say his name. Okay, it's probably beyond wrong. Uh, essentially decided he wanted to make this movie when he went and seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and said, "Well, this movie did well." If I make a movie that has even more violence and fucked up shit, I'll make more money. No. It'll do even better. Sir. It's not how that works. One, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Two, no, that's not going to happen. So he decided to make just one of the most taboo-breaking movies ever made. God. In what world does that make sense? And Nico Masterakis is head. Uh, again, there's movies that are... You know, not even very, like, taboo-breaking in general. They get massacred to death mm-hmm. by the censors. And the only reason why Texas Chainsaw wasn't is because it was originally independent. Yeah, and it predated that shit. Yeah. Yeah, so Island of Death, like, it's pretty infamous. Like, it's pretty well-known in the community as one of the movies, one of the heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot... To me... There's a lot I like about this movie. Okay. I like, uh, first of all, the setting. Setting is great. Oceanside. Mm-hmm. It's like pier town almost, you know. Feels very small, very claustrophobic. Uh, the characters, I think, are interesting, though the acting is not necessarily the strongest. No, no. But the characters are all very interesting, and like they all feel unique. Like All the victims seem to have character traits that make them stand out from just people. Yeah. You know, the, 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 in the short time you meet them, you, you gain a little bit of appreciation for them. So that when they're off, you're like, oh, shit, that kind of sucks because that was an interesting character. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not in love with this movie. I know you're not. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. That I, it's definitely a taboo-breaking movie, but I almost feel like they, it tries to break so many taboos and tries to be so out there, it almost becomes a detriment to the story mm. itself. I could see that, but I don't know. I I, I appreciate the balls of this film. Oh, I, I appreciate the balls the film has because, like, what other fucking movie is going to do all this shit and hope to make money from it? Like, you're like 10 minutes in and there's a goat rape. Yep. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, like, it's like, Jesus. But it gets to a certain point where it's almost like desensitization. Yes. That sets in, and it's just like, okay, they're doing this now. It reminds me, like, there's the opening scene in um, Gozu by Takashi Miike. Yeah. Where the guy's like, do you see that dog there? That's a Yakuza dog. It's been trained 
to kill Yakuza members, and then he kills the dog, right? Yeah. And then he's like sitting there, and he's like, you see that over there? That's a Yakuza car. It's been trained to kill Yakuza members, right? So he's clearly just crazy. Yeah. Christopher reminds me of that. Yeah. Where, like, he just, like, snaps into these manias where, like, he's just going around, like, kind of normal, and he's like, see that old pervert over there? He's been staring at you. And his wife's like, I don't think he's even looked over here. He's no. Like, he must pay for his sins. <laughs> you know, like, or, like, they, they befriend this guy, and he's like, he's gay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's not, you put it lightly. Well, I'm not going to use the slur. No. <laughs> you kind of person you think I am. No, I'm not saying you're going to use the slur. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying in comparison to what he says, like, <coughs> you put it very lightly. He's like, oh, he's gay. But he, he he's just like, pretty much. Just a, it's not a PC film at all. Fuck, no. But I will say, like, it does portray the two gay characters in this movie in a pretty positive light. Yeah, fairly realistic, I would say. I mean, they're just a couple. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Like, they're not super over the top or weird or, yeah. you know, they're just interesting. You it's know? not like the uh, the one character from Nostril Picker. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, mm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know, it may not age very well, but no, the movie's no. great. <laughs> the movie, movie is really fun. It's great. But, <laughs> like, I don't know, cause the Christopher character, like, he's just such a deplorable heinous ugly human being he's i don't mean that physically i mean that as in like his like personality he's a piece of fucking dog shit yeah absolutely and Celia is like this complex character as well yeah because like she's very subservient to christopher but at the same time tries to like push back on like his like murderous antics but at the same time like engages them willingly yeah without pressure so it's like what is her motivation and why is she doing what she's doing yeah, and also the movie plays with like the moral parameter that, that Christopher has. Yeah. So he'll go ra- rape and kill a goat. But then like, oh, what they're doing is wrong. Though. Yeah. Sinners must be punished. It's like, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like you literally just committed bestiality and rape and murder. And and uh, you might want to fast forward a couple seconds here, but I'm, I'm, I'm this is kind of a, a spoiler, I guess. Um but he's also he's they're also in a fucking incestuous relationship. Mm, they're proud incestuous, <laughs> proud incestuous. Sweet home Alabama. Yeah, beat. It's, it's fat. I mean, the reveal of that's like it's just that I do get the desensitation that you're talking about for that sake. Because yeah. like when they announce like when that's revealed, like I'm not gonna spoil exactly what it is. Yeah, it, you are just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Because like, why not? It's you like, know. Well, when you get to the point where you rape and kill a goat, and you're like, "Oh, you're my sister," mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay." Is that I supposed mean, to be even worse? You've you've committed so much heinous shit that yeah. like, you fucking held a gay couple hostage in their home and fucking murdered them. Mm-hmm. Which that's probably like the most intense scene in the movie. Yeah, that that scene is like it's probably. The like this is gonna sound terrible, but it's probably the best scene in the movie. Because I would it's say very so. so well done. Yeah, but like one thing about this movie too is like despite its like its ballsiness and its like its willingness to push the line beyond. Yeah, you know the breaking point. It, I feel like it does do it with its tongue firmly placed placed in its cheek. Yeah, I don't think the movie takes itself like darkly super serious. There's a lot of humor, yeah, and a lot of silliness to the movie as well. Oh yeah, there definitely is. You know, like a lot of playfulness in a way too. Though that sounds strange for a movie with as much fucked up shit yeah. in it as there is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including P. Pee. Pee's on somebody. Yeah, he does. 
I don't know. It, to me, it just gets to a certain point where all the shocking stuff becomes not shocking. Anymore. I could see that. I also like it too that like like the people in the movie are like real people. Like yeah. Nobody looks or feels like a superstar kind of character. Yeah. You know, everybody seems very grounded. It's like I think all the other characters are very interesting, except for Christopher. Christopher, because I feel like his character like. I don't know. It's it, not. It's not tedious. It's not like oh god, get off the screen. But it's just like he's he's immensely unlikable. But he's yes. supposed to be. He's definitely supposed to be. And that's not what I'm trying to get at. Like his character is just for me personally is just kind of boring. Like it's kind of just the same shit that I've seen a hundred times. But that's also me. But also at the same time, movies, this is 1976. But, so oh yeah, and put it in context. Mean, you know. Yeah. But I, I, feel, I feel like movies later and even some earlier do that kind of idea a little better. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I don't know. I, I dig the movie a lot. One thing is the soundtrack is wild. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I like it or not. <laughs> it's it's just it, it, it's there and it's it's insane. And honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I probably should rewatch this one. Mm-hmm. It's like it'd be my third time watching it. But the second time I watched it, I literally had no sleep. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. I couldn't sleep until like fucking six o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, I don't know. Like when I watched it, like it is a bit long. I, I ain't going to deny That's that. That's another thing. <coughs> it sits at about an hour 46, which for that kind of movie is a bit, bit it's long in the tooth. bit long. Not crazy long though. No, no. But like there was never a point that I was bored with it. Like anytime the movie would start to lull a little bit, I feel like then something like they would hang somebody from an airplane. Yeah. Or they'd fucking start peeing on somebody or, yeah. you know, like fucking all this crazy shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So like anytime the movie started to feel like it started to drag a little bit, then something would happen. Yeah. So I never, there was never a point in time where I was like, this movie's boring. Which I think you said you did feel that movie was a bit boring. It, I mean, I feel like that all comes from the uh, the whole like taboo breaking aspect because like once they just it hits a certain point where you're just like, okay, what else can they do? Yeah, it's yeah. going to get to it's going to be shocking. Yeah, it's like I feel like the last real shocking scene in the movie is the killing of the gay couple. That the airplanes were fucked up too. Oh yeah, well, yeah. that's fucked up. Especially the you know the connotation of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, again, I don't. As I said, I don't love this one. I don't hate it either. Mm. I, I like it quite a bit. Um, it's just such a debaucherous, like lusty, fucking sweaty. It definitely has that you like, know hedonistic kind of film that like I don't know. There's not much like it. No, like it, it's it's very much a one of a kind thing. The movie itself is definitely a one of a kind movie. It feels like a European sex film combined with like a fucking, you know, seventies New York exploitation film. Yeah. <laughs> this movie it feels grimy. It does. It absolutely does. It feels gross. It's like it's in this beautiful setting, but mm. the two main characters are just fucking like not not physically gross, but they are just gross. And the film like it goes in it goes real far. <laughs> yeah. So like if you if, like sexual violence is something that like pushes you you may want to avoid this one yeah. especially with the ending where yes. it kind of gets in the whole like you know they get raped but they enjoy it territory yeah. which I know really bothers you yeah that, that shit gets under my skin quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, not much gets under my skin I recognize it as fucked up yeah but it personally just doesn't affect me just cause I'm fucking jaded 
Other than emotionally. Well. I, you know, I can cry pretty easy, but... I'm disturbing I me? Meh, meh, you know. So sexual Good violence, luck. Yeah. Sexual violence in movies has always bothered me. Yeah. And it's like, Herschel... Talk, shout out, of course. Shout um, out. Shout out. He uh, talked about Intrusion yeah, recently. Intrusion's fucked up. Which we joke around that that was the movie that killed the podcast. <laughs> That's the movie that ended the podcast. That, that movie fucked me up. Mm. Because it's... It, the whole idea is just like this like home invasion rape scenario yeah that it's supposed to be erotic to somebody yeah well the end of this it's different in this movie where it's like you know someone gets (laughs) raped and then falls in love with her rapist yeah which I know is something that like you personally yeah that's something that you're not I'm not gonna say a fan of because I can't say I'm a fan of that no but that like scenario doesn't like hurt a movie to me where I feel like for you that does t- yeah. knock points off cause I'm just like it's not fucking realistic it's man. not realistic and it's really in poor taste it's very gross but this movie is in poor taste yeah, so I movie, think in context of the film it's like it just makes all the sense in the world that they would do that I mean yeah. not to mention when you look where she's coming from it's not like you know it's not like it's a step up or down it's yeah. like very much a lateral movement from one person to the other yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that whole like idea in movies like, uh, like that, was, that was the thing I had the hardest problem with some of the Nikasu titles we did mm-hmm. I was just like there's, it's just so fucking it's gross yeah, I'm sure Woman in a Box gave you a real hard time a little bit <laughs> that movie fucked me up especially too. the ending of that movie after I watched it I was like yep I'm just gonna bring this back in John's room and act like I didn't watch it <laughs> but it's like you know I don't know the, the movie's very like sexually driven in every oh, aspect yeah. of it which is like you know you're combining that sexuality with the violence and you're you know and all the other shit you're you're creating a recipe for a super fucked up movie and it is yeah this movie, but I said like but it, weirdly it doesn't feel like it takes itself too seriously I don't think it does either uh, I, I definitely think there's definitely aspects of it where they're like, let's just push the boundary as much as possible. And in that in that situation, the whole idea of the like, oh, fall in love with the rapist, it does not bother me as much here. Because mm-hmm. this is definitely for the purpose of like, we're trying to push your buttons. Yeah, we're your, your reaction is supposed to be like, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> like, Christ! Okay. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, it's like you know, like I said, with first ten minutes in the movie, we talked about it, it's like he's like, I want to make love, and she doesn't get up. So what does he do? He goes to <laughs> sex with the goat. Like that's the kind of movie you're dealing with here. Yes. You know what I mean, which you know they kill the goat, and like it's very obvious that goat is just <laughs> laying in a pool of blood. But yeah, you know, I appreciate that they didn't actually kill the cute goat. So yeah, goats <laughs> are adorable. Yes. So we have two at our house here actually. And they're bitches, but they're very adorable. They're adorable, but one of them's more of a bitch in particular. Yeah. Fucking bitch-ass goat. I don't know. I, I really appreciate Island of Death. Like, I've always kind of been a fan of it, like, from the first time I watched it. Yeah. You know, it's one of those movies that, like, I feel like, you know, if you're into this genre of film, it's a must-watch. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, rite of passage. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I don't think it falls up there as far as, like, disturbing factor of anything above it, like, solo or anything like that. Oh, well. I don't, I don't I actually don't think this movie's all that disturbing. It's just button pushing. Yeah, it tries to push all the buttons that you have. But again, tone is important, I think. Yeah. So, like, for this movie, it it doesn't come off as, like, extremely disturbing. It's just very extreme in what it does. Yeah, it's extreme in what it does, but as you said, it has its tongue in its cheek. Yeah, so it's not going to, like... Where it's solid, there is no tongue in cheek. No, that movie is, like, you know... It is a political satire, but, like... It's also, like, fascists raping fucking children. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, yeah. It makes them eat shit. The movies do have like some similarities in like their humanistic oh. aspects of the film. Yeah, they're like disdain for human life type thing. Yeah. And the sex drive that like yeah. completely dictates everything. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. I like Island of Death. I think it's pretty good. But it's like I know when I first when I rewatched it for this, I was like, I don't know. I thought it was boring. But the more I think about the movie, the more I'm like, there are things I do like about this movie. Mm-hmm. I think I just need to watch it in a better time. Yeah, don't stay up literally an entire day, dude. I don't know what the fuck happened. I couldn't sleep <laughs> at all. I tried for hours and then like, could not fall asleep. Yeah. Island of Death, John says, check it out. Yes, uh, I say check it out too. Five stars, John says, check it out. No, five stars, whoa. <laughs> That's with the Joe Bob. Yeah, Joe Bob. <laughs> incest foo. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of incest foo. Incest foo, bestiality foo. <laughs> bestiality foo. Hate crime foo. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Not hate crime foo. <laughs> That's the worst. Blasphemy foo. Oh. <laughs> they definitely do kill somebody in this movie by making them drink a bucket of paint. Did they, they, that's fucked. Which in my notes, I was like, you know that had lead in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the 70s. You know that had lead it's in fucking it. It's fucking for love. That man's permanently damaged. Dude, uh, Christopher's a cuck, too. Yeah. Like, on top of everything else, he's also a cuck. Be careful not to kick all those on the floor, please. <laughs> you kick yeah, all those damn things on the floor, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah, you talk about garbage on the floor. I'm sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> Yeah, Island Death, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Fast forward now to 1994. 94. The year of our Lord. <laughs> Not the year of our Lord. I don't know. I don't. I couldn't tell you anything happened in 94. <laughs> I can't either. Directed by Oliver Stone. This is a uh, <laughs> probably one of the most mainstream directors we've done on this show. One of them, for sure. Like, you know, I think everybody knows who Oliver Stone is. JFK, yeah. fucking Platoon, yeah. uh, the Doors movie. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys who, like, I've never, like, I like Platoon. Yeah. And spoiler alert, I like this movie. And JFK's all right. But, like, his style has just never been something that I clicked with. Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain why. I hate his Doors movie. I really hate it. Well, it's also not very accurate. <laughs> no, it's basically his interpretation of what Jim Morrison was like. And I'm like, that's not how you do an autobiography movie. No. Oliver Stone, stop taking acid, you fuck. Oliver <laughs> <laughs> Stone and acid head? Yeah, he's a big hippie. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of sketchy nowadays, but... <laughs> <laughs> so what we have here is none other than Natural Born Killers. Yes. One of the most controversial movies ever made, for sure. Oh, yes. And that it really started a shitstorm when it came out due to its level of violence and the portrayal of violence as kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like, this movie definitely, like, you know, I, I the message of the film is very clear. Yeah. Media's fetishization of criminals. Yeah. And exploitation of that yeah it's very clear but they definitely made mickey and mallory seem real fucking cool yes <laughs> you know and like was i mean how many kids grew up you know from like you hear about manson right and hearing about his crimes being like oh that's that's messed up mm. that's kind of fucking cool though. yeah it's cool I how, that. how many people did that yeah for sure that's what this movie's all about yeah but uh yeah natural born killers i mean do i even need to like give the plot to natural born killers i feel like everybody knows this movie right uh I mean, to give it pretty simple, is like, you have Mickey and Mallory, they're two fucking psychopaths. Mickey and Mallory Knox. Yes. Two psychopaths. Yeah. Mickey apparently was just some guy who delivered meat. 
apparently. That's when the wild, this movie's wild. We'll get into that, though. Yes. And, you know, he picks her up. They fall in love instantly. It's love at first sight. Uh, they're both psychopaths, like you said. Yeah. And they go on a cross-country killing spree until yep. eventually they're caught, and they wind up in prison, but nothing can separate Mickey and Mallory. Nope. Not even prison walls. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's a very simple version of the plot. There's a lot of elements. <laughs> this movie is is insane. Yes. The first half, in particular, is so disjointed Yeah. that I was like, when I was watching, I was like, I still think this is a good movie, but, you know, I don't know if I like it as much as I used to. Like, it's just, it's so messy and like yeah it's just jumping all around and like i know it's like going in chronological order but it doesn't feel that way no i do like the fact that the, the first time the film plays with styles though yes yeah, so it's like there's a whole like almost like sitcom mm-hmm. aspect they do and i love the way they do that too where it's like it has the laugh track and everything yeah and like ryan dangerfield is like delivering the because ryan dangerfield plays her father this movie has an insane cast yes you know <laughs> but uh you know it's playing her father yeah. And is being a fucking horrible, yeah. deplorable human, but is like delivering it in that like, oh, why I oughta yeah. kind of way. And the crowd's like, ha, 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 and cheering and shit. He's talking about he's going to rape his daughter. Yeah, he's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, like, I'm a, you're a piece of ass, you know? Yeah. And the crowd's cheering and shit like that. It's like, that shit's wild. Yeah. And there's like animated sections of this movie that, too they don't really do a lot with it though no no but it's, it's just to add something else to it I guess mm-hmm. yeah this movie's fucking insane like I compared the editing style to kind of like Manson Family yeah like Van Bever's Manson Family it has that same like very like chaotic bad trip style yes. editing to it especially for the first half of the movie in yeah. particular um, yeah, the first half of the movie is all about Mickey Mallory going cross country on this murder spree, but it like, it, like I said, like, and I guess it's supposed to because it's like you know like how long, how long had they been doing this? Yeah, you know you don't really know. No, um, but again, like I, I remember we talked about this after you watched it. You're like, I don't know if I, how much I like this the first half. What mm. should we should we get to that point yet or should we wait? Oh, we can get there. Okay, and you're like it's it's kind of like uh, you know edgy and. Try hard, yeah. Is what I say. Yeah, try hard. It's yeah. trying real hard to be really cool. But I, again, I think it's supposed to be that. way. I think so too. Um, and, and I do really, really like uh, Woody Harrelson and Juliette Lewis as Mickey and Mallory. Yeah, I think they're fucking awesome. You know, what I mean, they do great. Yes. Um, but once we get to the prison, I think this movie kicks into the second gear and becomes an absolute fucking masterpiece. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fucking fantastic. The second half of this movie, I think, is absolutely amazing. Yeah, which it was written by Tarantino. It was, yeah. The story was by Tarantino. Oh, the story was by... I thought you... Okay. Yeah, the story was by Tarantino. The script, the screenplay was by um, Oliver Stone and company. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you see that, too, in the movie. Yeah. Tarantino's style is definitely in there. Oh, God, yeah. Um, With just, like, the way the characters are and stuff like that. Well, that's one thing that's always consistent with Tarantino's body of work is violence. And characters. Yeah. Um, But, like, what makes the the prison part of the movie so good is because, yeah, you have Ryan Dangerfield in the first half and you have Nicky and Mallory. But, like, in that second half of the movie, man, you have Juliette Lewis, Woody Harrelson, Tommy Lee Jones, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Sizemore, and they're all just losing their goddamn minds. They're all going ape shit. And it's so great. (laughs) It's like, it leads to this prison riot Mm -hmm. that happens because of the live interview with um, Mickey. Mickey, yeah. Yeah. Mickey Knox. 
I, I get the names kind of confused for some reason. Mickey Knuckles. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Knuckles. <laughs> She'll punch in the face. Uh, yeah, and he's just like, you know, I think we all have that have that that killer in us. And he's like, oh, but were you born a killer? He, you, you can't be born a killer. Something had to happen. He brings up his childhood. Mm. He's like, I, I'll, I'll fucking... <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you. And he's like, okay, we'll talk about something else. But he's like, no, I was born this way. I was mm. born to kill. I'm a natural born killer. Yeah. yeah. And then the prison just goes full fucking ape shit. Journey with me into the, the mind, mind of, of a maniac. I was a killer since the day I came out the nutsack. That song fucks. I just like this fuck. It's so good. Um, Speaking of songs that fuck, this, movie, this movie's littered with them. Dude. I Patty Smith, L7, like so many fucking good tracks in this movie. Fucking Leonard Cohen. Yeah. I don't know how this movie, like, did it. Like, with all the fucking, like, needle drops in this fucking Well, it's thing. easy to do when you're Oliver Stone. Well, yeah. And you're put out by fucking a major studio. Yes. It's very easy to license that shit. Oh, well, yeah. But it's still, <laughs> like, fucking A. Mm-hmm. It does have a song in it that's... <sighs> A little problematic, but, little uh, you know, it's a great Patti Smith song still. It was made with good intentions. It was, yes. And I'm a huge Patti Smith fan, so. Yeah. It just didn't work, work in the way she wanted. Yeah. And the movie carries this, like, superb atmosphere. Yeah. That, like, literally, like, changes throughout the movie, too. Yeah. Like, there's the really great, like, one of the first real great fucking scenes in the movie is when they pull off the side of the road. Yeah. And Mickey's like, the whole world's coming to an end, Mal. And they're playing that sweet, that version of Sweet Jane. Yeah. And she, like, starts giving this, like, monologue about seeing angels. Like, there's, like, mm. an angel coming down from the heavens behind her. Yeah, it's so cool. It's really cool. Like, it's so well done. It's very dreamy and romantic. Yeah. And then it's, like, followed up with, like, this fucking, like, hotel scene that's gritty and nasty and yeah. spirited. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when they get married on the bridge. Yeah. And like the car drives by, like beeps at him. Yeah. He was like, I ain't killing anyone on my I wedding swear day. I ain't killing nobody on my wedding day. It's like, fuck, fuck man. you, assholes. Yeah, yeah. That scene's great. And then just like threw, like throw the, uh, what's it called? Thing the veil. Like, the veil. Yeah. And the veil like goes flying into like. That has a great moment yeah. in it too where he cuts her hand. Yeah. To do the blood ceremony thing. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that was very realistic. You yeah. Know? It was like, ow. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. I do. I don't think the first half of the movie is bad by any stretch of imagination. No. I just think that like it feels really rushed. Yeah, but I also I I, I kind of I do agree with that because it's a, it's a two hour movie, but the last half last hour, literally the last hour of the movie is all in the jail. Yeah, so it feels like that first half is like, all right, we got to get to where we're going. We got a lot of shit to cram in one hour. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where the second hour is like, it's very much more like it's all this is very focused and this is what we're doing. Yeah, and this is where we're going. But I also think the frantic pace that the first half has very much like showcases their lifestyle where mm-hmm. it's just like it's constantly on the rails and they're constantly fucking doing something yeah and it's like very fast because like even like in like real situations like crimes like with like you know you know infamous crimes those crimes usually don't last very long mm-hmm. it's like so when you think about like especially like the spree type of killer they are it lasts like a week yeah, something like that before they're caught, and that's kind of the situation here. Yeah, I do get that. It's kind of stark weathery. Yeah, you know, Which I think that's a big. Inf- it was a big influence on this. Yeah, um, there's a line in it that does make me cringe, Joe. Where he's like, there's a couple lines. There's a couple true crime lines in the movie <laughs> yeah. that make me cringe a little bit. That there aren't bad lines, but it is kind of, like, come on guys. Now you're just being like, look what I know. You yeah. Know what I mean? Where he's like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like, you know, you're the most famous serial killer in the world, and he's like, technically a spree killer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, 
God. <laughs> and there's the other one where he's like, did I beat Gacy? He's like, you murdered Gacy. Did I beat Manson? You did beat Manson. Well, you can't beat the king. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't God. Know. I, I know you rolled uh, your eyes at that, but I don't know. I kind of thought it was kind of funny. But <laughs> when, he's, when he's like, you can't, you can't beat Manson. He's the king. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. The, car- the the acting in this movie is just like it's oh, so fucking superb. Yeah. Like Mickey and Mallory, like like just, even though the performances are over the fucking top, so over the top, they're done so well. Yeah, uh, you know, like Mallory is like this is just like frantic ball of energy that's constantly going. Yeah, and Mickey's kind of like the more like cooler, you know, seemingly more level headed. But it's not actually. No. He's actually a lot more vicious and violent than she even is. Yes. And then, like, Robert Downey Jr. is just a scummy reporter just looking to get them ratings. What's well, like, he, like, he actively is, like, through this, like, whole thing is trying to get them out. Yeah. Tom Sizemore is the scuzzy cop who's, like, you know, technically trying to do something good, but... He's a shithead. He's an absolute pile of shit a human being. And then you have Tommy Lee Jones who... Man, I don't know what Tommy Lee Jones is doing, but I love it. He's the insane war, uh, warden of this prison. Just every time they put him on camera, and his hair, the way his hair is, yeah. it's like this is like swooping, and he's got this little shit mustache. Yeah. And he's like, oh. I'm just like, this is so, he's my favorite part of the movie. I'm surprised he didn't have a fucking heart attack doing this role, man. He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's just losing it the entire movie. Dude, there's a scene where like a fight breaks out in like the, 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 like the lunch area. <laughs> and he like pulls these like I don't know what they are like some kind of like pliers like yeah. sticks in the guy's nose and, like you will not on my way. <laughs> yeah. he's so good he's like fanboying out over Tom Sizemore oh Skagnetti <laughs> yeah he's just in love with Skagnetti oh my god you hear that <laughs> dead silent <laughs> It's always dangerous when it's dead silent. Oh my god! Yeah, he's so good. Like every frame, yeah. I was just enamored by Tommy Lee Jones. Like he steals the show. He does. He's fucking incredible. I love Tommy Lee Jones as yeah. an actor. Like that guy's actually, I think, kind of underrated in a way. Oh, like yeah. I don't think people would, like give him enough credit for how good he is. Is he? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is he in Rolling Thunder? Yeah. Yeah. Rolling he's got the best part of the movie. Yeah, dude. What are you doing? I'm about to kill a bunch of people. Oh. <laughs> love that fucking movie. I love that movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, Natural Born Killer. But yeah, Natural Born Killer is like, ultimately, like I said, like the first half I have some problems with. I don't yeah. think I don't think flows very well. And I don't think it works super great. No. But it's not bad enough that it hurts the movie at all. Like, it's no. easy to get through that first half. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I just think they're trying to get a, like, you know, 20 pounds of shit in a 10-pound bag. Yeah. Like, Alright, we gotta get the hotel scene in. Alright, we gotta get this scene in. Alright, we gotta get yeah. the Indian scene in. Alright, we gotta get you know Which I do wonder how much of that was on the cutting room floor. Like how much was cut originally. I don't know. So I know this is supposed to be like the uncut version, but how many movie how many editions of movies are like oh, the uncut version? Yeah. Well this movie was released in C seventeen. Yeah. Which was a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. Well I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like when they were editing it, they were just like, Oh, we can cut that out, we can cut this out. Mm. And they ended up cutting more than they probably should have. Yeah. I don't know. It's like where um, some movies nowadays, like, it's like, I know movies, of course, like in the 90s and 2000s, they were like two hours long and sometimes longer. But it's like nowadays you get movies that are like fucking three hours long and they're just like, all right. I find that, like, one of my biggest problems with the first half of the movie is the arc of Mickey and Mallory's, like, relationship. Yeah. Where it starts out, like, love at first sight. Mm. Can't be separated. 
And then, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, interested in another woman. Yeah. You know, and then it's, like, then they're just, they're mad at each other. But then in the prison, they're back to just being, like... In love with each other. Yeah. Which I, I do agree with that. It's, like, why why, not, why are they trying to, like, almost separate? That's a, an arc in movies I can't fucking stand is when they separate the two characters because of some dumb bullshit reason. Yeah. And, like... It would, I mean, that would have worked if they had more time to put them back together before... Yeah, they went to prison, but it doesn't really do that. Like by the no. time they get bit by the snakes and get caught, which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, actually, yeah. is the scene in the pharmacy. Cause it's yeah. like the most absurd pharmacy I've ever seen. <laughs> First of all, it looks like a mini mall. Yeah, and there's literally an aisle that says snake venom, uh, uh, anti venom. Yeah, and they're like, you got any snake juice? <laughs> he walks up, he's like, all right, I need you to get up your off your fat ass and get me some snake, some snake bite juice. Yeah, <laughs> there's literally <laughs> a whole aisle that's like rattlesnake anti venom. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> That doesn't like that does not exist. No. You cannot go to the pharmacy and buy antivenom. I'm pretty sure. No. I'm not 100, percent but I don't think you can. It's like I'm sure you get some kind of like antivenom from like a pharmacy. I'm sure. I don't think. I think you go to the hospital and get that shit. Uh, yeah, I think uh, so. But yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's absurd. But the movie's absurd. So yeah, I actually really liked it because he's also watching Robert Downey Jr.'s like expose on Mickey and Mallory as he comes up there and he's like, "Well, shit, you look at that." <laughs> like, yeah, because <laughs> you always leave one person alive. He's, he's like, "Well, you're the only person in here. There's not gonna be any headlines. Yeah, if I don't kill nobody, there's nothing to talk about." <laughs> God. Yeah, it's it's a very good movie. It is a very very good movie. Like I said, like. I had problems with the first half, but the second half is fucking oh, so good. It's so good. Robert Downey Jr. kills it in this fucking movie. Yeah, I do wonder why they had given he has an Australian accent. <laughs> Mickey and Mallory Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is a weird actor. He is a very weird actor. Yeah, it's like we were talking about his like. Bro, uh, a fucking tropical, oh, tropical thunder. thunder, yeah. Oh my god, that's that all I've seen. Word has put us back for four hundred years. <laughs> so stupid. It's so dumb. But like Tom Sizemore in the movie as well. Yeah, you gotta give him credit. I think he's great as Jackson Gatineady. Oh yeah, like he's intimidating. Yes, he is a presence. Yeah, and he's scummy and he's oh, yeah. greasy. Oh, I'd say a lot. Most of the characters are greasy in some way. <laughs> the Scagnetti character in particular, I feel like Joe Spinell would be like, I'm proud of this man. Yeah, I'm proud of this man right here. Look at that. Look at that sheen. Look, look, that the, sheen of the grease sheen. on that man. God, no one sweated like Joe Spinell. No, that's true. The, the Undertaker? Oh, I ain't my seen a man God. sweat like that. That man is just downing so much alcohol. <laughs> he's doing so much coke. He's to the point where he's just like covered yeah natural killers is a great fucking movie yo. oh yeah yeah when it was all said and done i was like yeah that was a great experience i don't love the very very end of the movie that's more of like a credits like fun little stinger thing than it is the actual end of the movie wait what was when it? when they're in the rv oh yeah yeah, yeah i thought that stuff was really stupid but yeah but i don't it, think it's supposed to be just like it gets something goofy yeah the actual end of the movie is really good though yeah yeah, they man, that's fucking rough. It is rough. This movie's crazy violent too. It's just how dumb Robert J- Downey Jr.'s character is. He's like, oh, I got you, I got you guys out of, out of prison. And they're just like, well, we have to kill you. <laughs> it's like, oh, you dumb bastard. Man, the fate of Tommy Lee Jones' movies rough too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he gets run down by a bunch of fucking prisoners. Yeah. One last thing I don't really like about this movie is the opening. The way it's stylized, like it falls in off and like this opera music and stuff plays when they do it. It's oh, like, yeah. Whoa! 
Yeah. I was like, I remember that ended. I was like, this movie not good at all. Like, I thought it was good. <laughs> then when it was over, I was like, okay, yeah, it is fucking it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, Natural More Killers, man. I mean, like, I don't think it needs our recommendation. No. You know, it, it's a classic. Yeah. And it is for a reason. I don't know if I've seen a Blu ray of this movie. It exists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably has a 4K, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Natural Born Killers. I need, I need to get this on Blu-ray because it's fucking great. I need to get the Blu-ray too because the DVD... We had the DVD and the DVD actually looked kind of bad. Yeah. It looked kind of muddy. <laughs> yeah. I, and on, on my fucking TV, it was in a box. <laughs> so it was like... The movie was like... <laughs> it was like square. I'm like, what the... What? <laughs> on your TV, it looked fine though. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... What? what, what? Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that good player, man. Yeah. Yeah, my little Xbox. <laughs> so our last couple. Yeah. Last but not least, or maybe to Matt, least. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> we have Butch and Serena. Butch and Serena. This is directed by Matthew Jason Walsh. Mouthful of a name. Released there. through the great Tempe Video, which yeah. is J.R. Bookwalter's company. Yeah. The, he he has, like, was it Megaflix now? Megaflix, which is essentially Tempe Video. Yeah, yeah. If you know who J.R. Walter is, Dead Next Door, Ozone, Robot Ninja. I haven't seen Robot Ninja, but Ozone and Dead Next Door are fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome stuff. But this is 1997's SOV, Bloodletting. 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 Um, <sighs> this is going to be interesting, because I bought this movie specifically, because I'm pretty sure I saw Marcus Cook say this was his favorite SOV movie. Yeah. And I know uh, other people who really love it as well. Um, and uh, so I bought the DVD. Yeah. And let's get in the plot and we'll talk about the movie. Okay. So basically what we have here is there's a serial killer on the loose. Who I can't remember his name now. Butch something. Yeah. Um, Serena is fascinated by him for reasons we don't know at the time. Yeah. Uh, she tracks him down and... Gets into his house by telling me she's a makeup salesman. Yeah. And then is like, you know, I saw you rape and murder my best friend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, he's like, oh, so you want revenge? She's like, no, I want you to show me the ropes. I want <laughs> you to take me on as a protege. And he's like, that's weird. <laughs> okay. So he's hesitant at first, but eventually lets and uh, begins to take her under his wing and, you know, mentor her and to becoming a, you know, a uh, budgeting serial killer herself. Yeah. Uh, but then they fall in love quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. Super fast. Yeah. Which I would say they do in, you know, National Killers as well, so I'm not overly... Say all in death, they're already in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they fall in love super fast, and basically we follow them as, you know, they go on their murderous rampage. However, she starts to fall more in love with murder than him. Yep. And there becomes a bit of jealousy for crime, you know? Yeah. And we'll see how that takes Butch and Sarah as their relationship grows. Okay. You want to go first? Go ahead. Go ahead and get it out. Get it out, Matt. Okay. Break people's hearts. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm really sorry. The two the two leads are fucking obnoxious to me. <laughs> like I can't, I can't, especially especially Butch. I can't stand him. I can't fucking stand him. Two things I'll say to that point. Yeah, he's got a very punchable face, mm. and he is very sarcastic and like. <laughs> with like all of his lines so I will uh, give you that I do like the character 
but I could see where, like, if... Because I told you straight up. Yeah. I was like, if you don't like the main characters, you're in trouble. Which I was like, okay, okay. Again, I, I, there's been many SOV movies where the characters are very, you know, over the top or just weirdly done. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, of course I was going to watch it if the goddamn show. But... Oh my god, man. I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole dynamic does not fucking click with me at all. I just, I, I, I can't really put a finger on it necessarily, but they just drive me fucking crazy. Mm. Where it's just this whole fucking, I don't know. It's not even like, it's almost like they're sarcastically in love with each other. Mm hmm. I, just, I, I do think that plays a lot into Butch's delivery of lines. Yeah, which, like, like Butch is the big offender to me. Yeah, because like as every line he gives, he's kind of giving with that like <laughs> inflection. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to because like when you finished it, you came in my room and you put it on my Blu-ray player and you said, "This is Psychos and Love." If it was shit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I actually um, think this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> But it, it to me, if it's like, again, it's one of those things where after I watched it, I began to like things about it more. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of really funny jokes in this. Yeah, that I didn't laugh at at the time. Yeah, the yeah. more I thought about, it, I was like, okay, that's really funny. Yeah, in particular, there's a scene where Butch meets up with like these like weird like hippie girls. Yeah, with, like this one guy who's played by Scrooge McRae, and he's my favorite character in the movie. He's Luke. also yeah, he's my favorite character. He's as well. amazing. Uh, one of them's played by Tina Krause. Yeah, who's you know indie actress extraordinary. You've probably seen her in something. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, that scene is full of so many good lines. Some I can't repeat because they haven't aged super well no. as far as like you know <laughs> terminologies. Yeah, but you know some are great. Like Boo gives a line where he's like they're talking about like how they would want to die. And Boog is like, I think it'd be cool to die of AIDS. Because his whole thing is like he can't get laid. Right? Yeah. He, girls think he's creepy and they just don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> and so do guys. So do guys, which is a fucking amazingly funny line. Oh, too. God. Uh, but uh, he, he's like, I think it'd be cool to die of AIDS. And they're like, why the fuck would you want to die of AIDS? And he's like, well, then at least someone would have had sex with me. Man. <laughs> Which is a great line. The movie's like, I think its strongest uh, um, aspect is the script, actually. Yeah. I think the writing for the movie is actually genuinely really solid and really funny. You know, it's the great line where he's like, you know, this is what I always thought Stevie Nicks' pad would look like. And the chick's like, Stevie Nicks, I think I fucked her once. <laughs> yeah. She was cool. <laughs> you know, like, the script is actually very solid. Yeah. And actually, like, the camera work is pretty fucking good, too, at times. For like SOV mm-hmm. like the script is actually very wordy in comparison to a lot of yeah. other SOV movies I, I think what it comes down to is I would put this in the same vein as something like Shattered Dead okay where it's like it's not like a Polonia Brothers movie where they just set out to like make something super cheap <laughs> and super shit and throw it on video and call it a day <laughs> They weren't trying to make shit, but... I love those movies. They're very fun. Yeah. But then there's a there's a breed of SOV where it's like... They used SOV because that was the medium that's going to allow them to get the movie done. Yeah. But it's not because they want to just make something quick and cheap. Yeah. They want to make a good movie, but this allow, this medium allowed them to do that on a budget. Yeah. 
that's the kind of SOV that I think are actually like better. Though I love those SOVs. Yeah. You know, I love your, you know, Polonias and your, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy did Witcher Massacre. Uh, oh, uh, fuck. Fuck. Hang on. John McBride. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love those movies. They're fun. You know, they're they're stupid and they're good time. Yeah. You know, I adore them. Spider Farm is my favorite SOV movies all the time. But I prefer these kind of SOV films because, like I said, like they're just using that because it's cheaper to use that, so they can make the movie they really, really want to. What's like, um, Eric Stanzi. Stan Eric Stanzi is a good example. Olaf Ittenbach is another yeah, good yeah, example. Yeah. You know, these guys used SOV because it's the medium that allowed them to make movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I think this guy falls into the same vein. You know, he he wrote a very interesting script and was like, "This is how I can make this." Yeah. You know, if I shoot on film, I probably can't get it done. Yeah. You know, so shooting on video was like. Like for, for a lot of directors, like even like the the ones who were making the more schlocky stuff, like there was a way for people to see them actually. Yeah, exactly. For these movies to actually be made. Like the guy, like and again, I, this ain't me shooting on the Plunger Brothers because God, I love the Plunger Brothers. Oh, I, I love them too. But they knew there was a video market, and they 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 knew they could shit something out cheap, quick and cheap, and it would go straight to video and do something. Yeah, I think they loved movies and wanted to make. Movies, oh yeah, but that was their style. Yes. You know, and their style, the Plunger Brothers movies, I will say you either hate them or you love them. Yeah. That whole style of SOV is either, oh, I love that, it's fun, or you're like, this is fucking shit. Well, it's like we watched something recently, uh, Las Vegas Bloodbath. Yeah. That I thought was absolute shit. <laughs> well, I, I remember I liked it a lot when I first watched it, because I was like, this movie's fucking insane. Then we rewatched, not rewatched it, which I probably shouldn't have. Mm. <laughs> I probably should have not done that. And I'm like, this is not as good as I remembered it. Someone gave it a five. I won't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I wonder like that movie is littered with padding and they clearly didn't have a vision they were just like let's make something quick and cheap yeah you know it had some surprisingly decent gore which yeah. you know I, I actually was taken aback by but like there's like 10 minutes of oil wrestling for yeah. no reason this movie doesn't have that there's no padding in this movie no you know this movie is is solidly written s- decently acted mm-hmm. well executed and genuinely funny at times you yeah know what i mean like i see the characters as obnoxious and i won't lie the first time i watched this movie i was like it was good yeah but i don't see why people think it's like the best sov movie ever yeah. watching the second time i starting to see it Okay. It's like because you had this guy who's like this was like real like he had a vision, you know what I mean? He wanted to create something unique in him. Yeah. And he did it in a cheaper medium, but in a way he made a good movie. Yeah. He didn't make a shit movie that just happens to be really fun. He made a fucking good movie that just happens to be really cheap. <laughs> what I will say, I can see this movie growing on me. Mm-hmm. And I can see it like future viewings me thinking it's actually really good. I ain't gonna lie, when I first, when, when I watched it, I was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's whole, there's things about it, I was like, I, I can't fucking stand it. But then when I started thinking about it later, and I'm like, okay, I actually do like that. I like this, and I like that. And I, I do feel like I, I may end up, you know, doing a 180 on it. I've done that a lot. Yeah. It's like, again, it's like, not, not to compare the two movies, really, because, <laughs> you know, it's completely different. But it's like Tetsuyo. Tetsuyo Iron Man, yeah. I fucking hated Tetsuyo. Yeah. Now, it's like one of my favorite movies. Like I said, the, to me, the biggest, like, the biggest drawback of the film is that, like, 
like I keep just doing a noise for it, but it's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of delivery uh, yeah. that Butch does, where it's just like everything he says is sarcastic. He takes nothing serious. Yeah. It's a little annoying. Yeah, it got, a, it got you, you wish there would be fast. some deeper moments for his character. Yes. But that's not the kind of movie it is, though. It's a comedy. It's straight yeah. comedy. There's nothing nothing yeah. else to it. It's just a comedy. It's a com it's a comedy horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than horror comedy. And I will say I think there's two twists at the end. One I think is genuinely really funny. The other one's the, the other one just doesn't make sense. And like no. you'd be like they would notice certain things. Yeah. Why would you do all this for this one specific thing? Yeah. Now the the one other one is the same way but in a way that's like ridiculous and like <laughs> What you know? Yeah, like, why like, would you do fuck? that? You know, it's like when I first, again when I watched it, I was like, "That's stupid." Mm. I'm like, "What? What was the point of the entire movie?" But now I think it's like that's really funny. It's funny, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like how quickly everything just falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta reevaluate this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> There's also some genital mutilation in this movie. The movie is fairly brutal at moments. Yes. The ending in particular gets pretty damn violent. Oh yeah. Like, there's people getting gutted and, like, just shivved and shot. And, like, you know, there's a baby gets shot with a shotgun, which if you do frame by frame, you can clearly tell it's little, it, there's no baby there. Yeah. It's just a bag of blood yeah. that blows up, but it's still great. It looks great in full, and, you know, if you don't slow motion, it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was the, oh, the fucking one scene, it's actually pretty brutal. When they have the guy uh, to the table. Mm. The ex boyfriend, and they're doing the this little peeking into the market. That like it's like it's played for laughs, but mm -hmm. it's also it's like that's fucked up. And the gore is pretty good. Yes, which I I wonder who did the gore for this. I, I have no clue. Um, I need I probably should have looked at that. But. There's there's also a good moment like the first kill of the movie where they bring this chick down to the basement. Yeah, and they're like. <laughs> They're like, she's like, what kind of movies are these? Oh, guinea yes. pig, traces of death, cocksucking toddlers. He's like, it's research. <laughs> I left my ass on that one. I'm like, what? Cocksucking toddlers. Which I did pause and looked like, oh, you got a got dead next door. You got. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to like, I meant to do that, but I forgot. I did the video store too. I'm like, what's going on back here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really like this movie a lot. I think it's, I think it's actually like a really good SOV horror comedy. That uh, I would recommend. Yeah, um, and you'll know you, you, you'll know you like if you like it pretty quick. Yeah, if the sense of humor and the characters' deliveries bother you within the first five minutes, it's probably not going to work for you. And again, I have to admit, like the, this week's prep, like uh, like trying to get it done with work and everything was kind of was kind of a pain in the ass, and not sleeping for an entire day didn't help. Yeah, so. You know, all, all the shit that we watched, like, except for National Born Killers, I mean, I, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. But, like, On the Death and Bloodletting both will probably grow for me. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like when I first watched Bloodletting, I fucking hated it. Mm. But then, thinking about it later, I'm like, this uh, movie's got a lot of really good moments. Yeah. I should go back, I, I need to rewatch it. Cocksucking toddlers? That, that, that <laughs> killed me, though. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought maybe we could, uh... Get her involved. A threesome? <laughs> Far out. <laughs> like just shit like that. I thought it was. I don't know. I think it's generally like, and really to me, it's like it's a lot about the background characters. Yeah. You know, like also my favorite characters are the characters that aren't our leads. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the kind of movie this is. Yeah. Where they interact with these these odd 
people. Yeah, they're just you fucking know. wild. You know, the guy that, like, <laughs> the weird chemist dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking the, the three weirdos at the video store. Yeah. You know, like, these are all, like, these are all the best characters in the movie. Oh, yeah. And that's saying something that, like, a guy who made an SOV movie was able to write secondary characters. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, most people can't write one character well. No. Let alone six, seven others. Well, it's like, I know people shit on Rob Zombie, and I'm going to a little bit here. It's like, I like a lot of Rob Zombie's movies, but sometimes he can't write a fucking character. Yeah. Sometimes he writes characters, and they're fucking horrible. The, 31, oh there's no a single there's not a character. single fucker in that movie worth a shit. Well, this movie, there are characters that are not even your leads that are way more interesting. And, like, you know, like, it, the movie's so comedic that you don't really, like, when someone dies, you're not like, well, yeah. You know, or like, oh, I feel for that person. But I won't lie, when Boog died, I was like, oh, man. He didn't even get, he didn't even get late. Damn, first. Boog. Poor bastard. Because there's a fucked up moment in that scene, too. Yeah. With, uh, when they're in bed, and it's like, oh, Nick really. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know. God, there was a line there that I literally fucking rolled my eyes at. I'm oh, I still too. going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Got blood in my pubes. Yeah, like, that oh, was that God. wasn't a great line. And there's definitely misses. The movie's not perfect. No, but you know, it <laughs> tries real hard and I think succeeds more than it fails. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Listen to this on Valentine's Day or don't or don't. You know, if you're in a relationship, probably should spend the Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, with your loved one. Maybe have a song in the background. Mm. As you uh, consummate your relationship, you know what I'm saying? You imagine someone listen you know to our saying. show. <laughs> oh, you're still going, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> someone listen to our show in the background while they're fucking. <laughs> just and going, then, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for true. <laughs> you, you just, that's for big true. Yeah, they're just like fucking and then like they laugh at something we said. <laughs> That'd be amazing. If you've ever done that, let us know. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to hear that. You can listen to our dulcet tones as we woo you. Court you, as they say around here. Court man. you. You courting I anybody? Fucking, I hate that fucking term. <laughs> everything about being, just say you, date. You courting anybody right now? <laughs> God. That, that's a term I hate. I do too. It's like, I don't know why, but like, it's for some reason the word accumulation. Accumulation? Like, I know what it is. It's gathering. Yeah. But for some reason, the term accumulation, like, irritates the hell out of me. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, I used to have a friend who's like, yeah, you know, we're supposed to get about two inches of accumulation oh, Lord. of snow, and I'm like, just just say two inches of snow, man. You don't gotta... Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. I never had a problem with that word until right now. Actually. You know the friend I'm talking about, too. Oh, do Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's an amazing human being, Phil. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah but, he, but he's got weird, like, little things. I do, too. But <laughs> I think we all have those weird things that we say. But, yeah, that's it. That's the Valentine's Day episode. We hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Yes. I'm going to not do anything but something that we can't talk about just yet. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be real fucking cool. Yeah. And it's going to be a crossover, if you will. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Um, yeah, I we're working on a bunch of shit. Right bunch of shit. Like, I've done more video editing in the last year than I've done in my entire fucking <laughs> life. Oh, uh, a couple updates. Yeah. Next episode, two weeks from now, we will be making a merch announcement. Oh, uh, I thought we were doing that here, but no, because okay. we, we talked about yeah. the other, the next episode, which oh, is, God. we'll yeah. announce that in a second. Yeah, yeah. which we can go ahead and announce that next episode is going to be uh, Jodorowsky, Alexander, Alexander, Alejandro, Jodorowsky. Yeah. <laughs> I said Jodorowsky because I, 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 his first name slipped my mind for a second. And we'll be making a merch, a merch drop announcement on that episode. Yes. So get ready for that. Also, 
Fanzines are back. Yes, I have roughly two, uh, well, t- two of them already are already packaged. Mm-hmm. There's I a can't. couple that are already accounted for. So say like twenty. What's uh, like I I hate to sound uh, like like a shithead here, but what, me and John didn't get any. No, from the, either of the no drops, the other so. two drops we didn't get a single one. We're, we're taking two, but I printed there's thirty. Yeah. So we'll say there's like 25 that are available. Yeah. This probably the last run of issue one. Yes. So if you want a, a, a volume of issue one, hit us up in the DMs. Let us know. Yeah. And if you have asked for a copy of the issue one, it remind will be, us, it, please. Yeah, remind yeah. us and it will be coming. And also what I'm going to say right off the bat is some of these, there is a bit of an issue with one of the pages. Mm-hmm. I hate that it happened. But it, it cuts off a little bit of one of the reviews, and it's of of your high only. Who gives a shit? The yeah, not good. <laughs> it's not gonna affect anything. I don't know why. The goods are there. That. Yeah, and, and uh, if you email or yeah, you, know, you can email us if you want to. Oh yeah, you can but, email you know, us. DM the Instagram or however you want to do it, and ask us to sign it. We will. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want, however you want it. Oh yeah. If you want us to take a picture of a shitting on it and send it to you, we'll do that. I don't want to shit on. I'm gonna put it. There's a lot of work <laughs> in these, and like again, issue two. It'll happen eventually. Just don't, just don't hold your breath on that right now yeah. because issue one was a pain in the ass. It's technically so kind of ready to go, but yes, we're gonna take a bit of a break yeah. before we drop the second one. We're, this is not gonna be monthly or bi-monthly. It's kind of whenever we, whenever we get a hair up our ass. Yeah, yeah. And another thing too is like getting these because it was originally thirty. Getting these thirty printed was a fucking task <laughs> yeah because printer the printer ran out of ink uh it kept streaking on us it kept fucking up mm. Pr- there's like multiple cu- uh like versions of it that are completely fucked mm. and i was like god damn it <laughs> so eventually then when i saw that some of the pages were not going to fit right well it's one in particular with a, with your hot uh, for your high only and i was like oh my god are you kidding me but then I, I, I thought about it i was like for your hot only is not a great movie it's wing wing baby I mean, watch it if you want to. <laughs> you get it from Mondo, I think. Yeah, get on sale pretty cheap, probably. Yeah, I got it. I got it on sale pretty cheap. I think I got it for like a couple dollars. But oh man, I, again, I hate that the page is fucked up a little bit. But I, at this point, it's all I can do. I I apologize for like anyone who's been waiting forever. I'm so fucking sorry. Yeah, like. I, I don't like to keep anyone waiting on shit. I hate that. Mm-hmm. And it was a series of unfortunate uh, yeah. events that led to the the delay on the second, third pressing. Yeah, this is the third pressing now. Yeah, which said this will be the last one. So if you've been holding out on getting a copy, yeah, all are at us because once yeah. these are gone, it's gone. gone. That's it. It's over. <laughs> um, it's done. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I thought about finding some place to upload the the file. Yeah. So you can like read it online or yeah. like download it or something like that. And remember that these are free of charge. Yeah, these are free. Just just hit us up. Just send us an email and we'll send you one. Because the ship shipping these are it's fucking cheap as yeah, shit. Yeah, we 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 split it. So oh yeah, so next to nothing. It's like what are the like I, I sent out like a package of like ten of them. It was like maybe ten dollars. Yeah, and like I said, we split it. So it's like it's yeah. no big deal at all. Yeah. Um, and this was just a way of us giving back. I just apologize. It took forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, 
you know, people who charge for fanzines, that's awesome. You oh, yeah. That. You know, support those people. That's just what, what this was about. This was not about making profit. This was just about a thank you for listening to the show. Yeah, because you all Here's have... Here's fun. You know. Yeah. You all have been so kind to us over mm-hmm. the last, like, two two years now. Yeah. It's like we've, of course, we've been doing the show way longer, but, like... The outpouring of support from you guys has been fucking incredible. We're feeling that Valentine's Day love. Yes. And I keep reiterating it. I know we got messages from a couple people who are like, hey, you know, are they they printed? Are they reprinted? And I'm like, oh, I'm working on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I felt like I felt like an asshole, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you are an asshole, so it's okay. I mean, I can be, but <laughs> but speaking of uh, charging, you know, people who like make fanzines that you should go buy. Yeah, let's do some shout outs. Hey, you okay, know, fanzines, not the blade tapes. I think they're like five dollars or something like yeah. that. It's super fucking cheap, and they're uh, they're fucking kiss. excellent. Uh, Psychonauts. Has a fanzine on yes. his website as well. Grab that. We yeah. got to check it out. It's really fucking cool. It's all about art about mental health. Yeah, from various different artists. Super fucking cool. Um, uh, fucking oh, come on, brain, please work. Oh, 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 oh. God damn, scum culture. Scum culture as well. Yeah. yeah, really cool one. Yeah, really cool one. It's very, me- it's, it's very metal with a lot of like you know reviews of all kinds of horror movies and mm-hmm. some erotic films for the Valentine's Day. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, but also check out Severed Cinema, of course. Yes. The Bible, as we always call it, because yes. it is. You know. Oh like, yeah. And, you know, we talked about it, it's like if you want to get reviews of the profane exhibit, which everybody's waiting on. Yeah. Well, it's out there. Yeah. You go see what they thought about it. And that's fucking sick. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. <laughs> and Chris Severed's a kind human being. <laughs> yes. Um, um, Brandon Terry. Morbid Horror Podcast. Hit him up. He might still have copies of Deviant. If he does, you should buy one. Yeah. Because it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> and he gave us the pleasure of watching something he's been what he's worked on for a little bit here. And uh when whenever that drops, uh definitely check that out. Yeah, it's too. fucking sick. Uh, I'm sh- of course we've <laughs> I shouted him out earlier, but Future Productions. Future Productions, Jonathan Doe. Yeah. In particular, his podcast has been rolling. Yeah. Uh, the Uneasy Terrain Explorers Club. It's had some cool fucking people on Very there. Very cool fucking people. So, yeah, go check that out. Great podcast. And, of course, Cinema's Underbelly, Future yeah. Productions, Cult Collectibles. Yes. You know, poor dude struggles with Instagram constantly. Oh, I'm going to go on a bit of a fucking tangent here. <laughs> Instagram fucking, like, literally, like, sometimes it gets, like, there's exposés on the internet from reporters. But people talking about like little literal fucking child porn mm-hmm. being uploaded to Instagram. So someone tries to post something about a fucking a painting that someone did behind prison bars, that's the problem. That's though. the problem, yeah. Fuck you Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but Cole Collectibles, go check that shit out. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Um fucking uh, Banana Box. Banana Box releasing the home of Born to Lose volume 1, 2 and in the future Three, whatever. as well as some other cool shit that Second Cinema and Benny Box are going to collab on. Yes, which will be sick. Once Hopefully. I finally stop being lazy and do it. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, you say being lazy, but you fucking get your ass worked to death. That's true. Uh, Spooky Celluloid, uh, yeah, of course. The boy, the boy, the homie. Oh, also, uh, fucking the Shock and Shock YouTube channel as yeah, well Shock with Shock. that. Yeah, but. Um, as well as their podcast, The Open Casket. Oh, my God. Most offensive podcast on the internet, probably. <laughs> no, God, no. Not not by a long shot. <laughs> Almost the most offensive podcast on the internet. 
uh, w- within our community, it's a little, it's a little no holds barred podcast. But they're good people. Oh, Go into yeah. it knowing that they're good people. They have good hearts. They just have bad mouths. Yes, they have bad mouths and are not afraid to shit talk anybody. Yeah, balls, balls on these motherfuckers. Quality violence cinema, of course. Yes, Jones, bro, bones and bruise, all that shit. Yes. Good shit. Great podcast. Go check them out. Quality Violent Cinema. Especially on YouTube. Quality Violent Cinema is dropping some bangers. Yeah. Fucking some cool interviews with, uh, what's that? Osri, Osri, help me. Osri Angel, is that her name? Oh, Ossuary Angel. Yeah, Ossuary Angel. Yeah. Cool interview. Good shit. Go check all that out. Um, Um, And of course, all the cool independent filmmakers like Sam Hale, Brian Paulin, Lucky Soretti. I can, like, oh, uh, again, going back to uh, Herschel for half a second here, he has an interview with Brian Paulin on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Which I watched, and it's fucking fantastic. Looking forward to Brian Paulin's next movie. Brian Paulin with that Boston accent. That Boston accent. I don't don't think he's from Boston, but he's definitely from that area. He's definitely from that Massachusetts area. Love love Brian Paulin. That shit's fucking amazing. We watched Bone Sicknesses recently, and I was... Once again, I didn't think I could be more blown away by Brian Paulin because I'm always blown away by Brian Paulin, but even then, I was still blown away by Brian Paulin. (laughs) Brian Paulin doesn't fucking miss. (laughs) He's a goat. He's a goat. (laughs) And like, I'm just going to say right here, right now in America, people need to start putting more respect on his fucking name because he is one of the fucking premier and best independent horror directors out there. Agreed. The fucker the motherfucker is insane. Yeah. Like he has like in his newest one he's worked on, he's been working on. He has a like nine foot fucking creature from hell. <laughs> like in a bathmit creature. Yeah. It's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. He, oh. Huge Brian Ballin fan. But all those guys, check them all out. Oh, Support, Dead Vision. Dead, Dead Vision. Vision. Yeah. yeah. They're in cool Support shit. the underground. You know? Oh yeah, of course. Cool shit. Always. Support it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Box creep films, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um Go follow them, find people they like, and follow them. Yeah, you know, just keep the love, keep spreading the love. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's. Not Day. really. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, probably. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, spread it out. Spread the yeah. love. Spread the love on the underground. Uh, I'm gonna give a, a shout out to someone I don't think we've given a shout out to before. Uh, Smash Mind. Smash Mind. He was on the open casket. Yes, and that episode is really good. It's fucking. It's insane, but it's great. It's great. He, his his YouTube channel. He's reviewed a lot of fucking great great movies, and he's done a great job covering them. Yeah, uh, my favorite one is definitely his review of Herschel's mixtapes. Oh yeah, yeah he he definitely tries to struggle to keep his lunch down. <laughs> it's a bunch of poo poo pee pee movies. Poo 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 pee poo poo. Yeah, I guess that's it. Some exciting stuff coming Woo. up. Though. Yeah, next week or not next week? Next episode. Yeah, Joe Dorowski. Yes, as well as a merch drop announcement. Yeah. That uh, you know, I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, um, a lot of projects coming from John and I uh, soon. We have a lot of ideas, a lot of things that we want to do. So just keep an eye out. We'll let you all know. But having said all that, yeah, something in this motherfucker. I'm John. I'm Matt, and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick, Sick on, on cinema, cinema, cinema. cinema. We missed the biggest banger of any love song ever. Oh, did we? Can you feel the love tonight? Hell yeah. Fucking Elton, baby. Elton John. Elton. The boy. (laughs) The man. (laughs) Turn this off. This is one of the worst ones we've ever done. Yeah, fuck this. Turn this shit off. (laughs)